Everybody, it's the day of love, and you've come to the right place. The A to Z show. Oh, yeah. We're recording this on a Valentine's Day. That's right. I'm America's very, very special sweetheart, Andrew. What does your uh, heart say? Those little chalky hearts. What are those called? Oh, yeah. Uh, what were those called? Conversation. Conversation hearts. There oh, you go. okay. From our lady in the chair over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am America's failed peanut butter filled comedian, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Very accurate. Yeah. Uh, happy late Valentine's Day, because you guys will hear this like two weeks after Valentine's. Yeah. So. They might hear it by next Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah. But We'll uh, keep that channel open. Even though it'll be past Valentine's Day, we will do some Valentine's bits. That's right. For sure. Yeah. To get you ready for next year. That's right. Really, who couldn't use a Valentine's Day on another day? Yeah. Here's the secret to Valentine's Day mm-hmm. when it comes to being in a relationship. Okay. Uh, don't treat Valentine's Day special. You should treat your significant other special every day of the year. Uh, so they, if you do that, Valentine's Day no longer matters. And, and then, then she, you can come over and podcast with your best friend. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's. I mean, I did do some Valentine's Day shit, though. Today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I had a I had a half day at work. Oh. We had, like, nothing to do. So okay. I went home and, like, cleaned the whole house. And that is, like, the sexiest thing you can do to a woman. If you're living with your significant other already, get off work before her have like the whole house clean do all the dishes do all that shit like even mop the floors and stuff like the real nitty-gritty shit that nobody mm-hmm. wants to do ever and then if you want to get like bonus points have like dinner going when she walks in that door she will be fighting you to get your zipper down to put your penis in her mouth that's huh. how fucking hot that is to chicks okay i'm taking notes over here it you just can't works, see it but man. i'm doing this. it fucking works there's nothing you can do about it like women love it when you take charge and you do shit yourself without being told Mm-hmm. And you just do it. And then don't do it and expect a reward. Like, don't, like, as soon as she walks in, be like, it ain't going to suck itself, whore. Like, get down there, start going, and mm-hmm. start taking your pants off. It's 20 minutes until that roast is ready. Because <laughs> you're not going to have to, because she's going to do it herself. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing sexier to a woman than a man doing, like, chores around the house. It turns them on. Unless you're unemployed, in which case I don't think you can turn a woman on if you're unemployed. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Well, then the whole, like, getting home before she gets off work is kind of moot because right. you're always home. <laughs> You've been sitting around for six hours, yeah. like, drinking beer and yelling at teenagers on Halo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like, oh, wow, yeah, thanks for doing the dishes like you should have because you've done nothing all fucking day, <laughs> you scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's just a little a little Zach bonus for you. Right. If you ever want to get laid, get off work a couple hours early before your girlfriend. Get the house cleaned up, do some dishes, and then uh, bonus points if you want to start getting dinner going. Okay. She will, I mean, literally be knocking your hands away to get your zipper down. Will it work if I'm not in a relationship? If I just take off work early tomorrow, come home and clean my house, will a woman show up and have sex with me? Maybe. Okay. I mean, how how often do you get on the internet? Can you? Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> get on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cleaning my house. You want to come over and watch? <laughs> who wants to swipe right? I'll be honest with you. Some chicks will probably say yes. Oh, okay. There's probably some girls out there who would just come over to watch you do, like, uh, chores. And mm-hmm. then if you're going to cook, cook them dinner, and then they'll for sure blow you afterwards. Like, there's no way they won't. I mean, we're close enough to St. Louis. I can get a pretty <clears> good <throat> range. So Yeah. You're right. There's probably somebody in that range. We're just cut out the middle, man. Get a fucking hooker. Who cares? It's all the same shit. Yeah. It's cheaper in the long run. Okay. You get done with a hooker, she doesn't take half your shit in your house, so. Well, theoretically. (laughs) Don't marry a hooker, Varvel. Let me tell you that right now. Okay. That is a bad idea. You can't speak from experience. No, but I'm, as the king of bad ideas, marrying a hooker is definitely up there. 
This this ain't no Julia Roberts. This ain't no Pretty Woman. Get rid of that shit right now. Oh, also another Valentine's Day little bit for you. Mm-hmm. Hang but, on, hang on, hang on. I was gonna say we can call it a life hack, but let's call it a life sack. Yeah, yeah, the little life sack for Valentine's Day, or okay. just if if you're in a relationship. Okay. Again, uh, not applying to me, but go ahead. Listeners are out there. About ninety-five percent of women, I'm gonna say, maybe even more. That's a pretty high percentage. Um, love to get flowers. Obviously, everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Okay. Send it to her work. Send what? The flowers. Oh. Because the only thing women like more than getting flowers is getting flowers in front of women who aren't getting flowers. Oh. They love it. It's their shit. Like ninety-five percent of women. My my girlfriend Emma, she's not that big on it. I did do it like one year, and then mm-hmm. like she got like kind of socially like awkward about it. Oh. So I think what I'm gonna start doing now is like I'll get like edible arrangements and just address it to her whole office. Okay. She'd be like to the office from Zach, and watch them all be like, oh god, he's like the perfect boyfriend ever. Yeah. Never also, dump him. Because that exactly yeah. that's also gonna help you if like yeah. all of her like work friends are just talking about how great of a boyfriend you are. Mm-hmm. He will win every argument after that. Just be like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. You can then sit down. Oh, you want to be mad at me? How about you talk to Phyllis in accounting? Yeah, exactly. What's she going to say about that? It's like, oh, yeah, no, of course I was sitting here for the last three hours drinking beer and playing Destiny. What did Phyllis say? Yeah. She's like, no, nah, I guess I can't be that mad. What Do you want pot roast or chicken for dinner? You'd be like, yeah. chicken. Both. Yeah, start cooking. Yeah. <laughs> start cooking, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got a double loving. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's really easy to be a good boyfriend. Okay. We just saved a lot of relationships. I I hope so. It's just, it's so simple. Like, guys act like it's a big thing. It's like watching the fucking terrible Will Smith movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you watched that movie recently, by the way? Hitch? No, not recently. It does not hold up. Oh, yeah. It is very sexist. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's not a Me Too movie. <laughs> it is the opposite of a Me Too movie. Like, his opening dialogue where he's like, whenever she said that she just wanted to focus on work, she didn't believe that either. I'm like, oh, Jesus, Whoa. man. Like, the woman's allowed to have a career. I don't, I mean, like, I'm not a, like, an SJW kind of guy, but this is very sexist film. <laughs> Where it's like, she didn't really mean no. You just need to try again. I'm like, no, no means no. no, no I mean, we that's... need to just fucking take a breath here, Will Smith. There are lines in the sand here, sir. <laughs> and no was a pretty big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie does not hold up. It's kind of like watching, um, oh, hell, what was the other movie we watched the other day that did not. Oh, uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, okay. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Gay Mary's uh, the guy from King of Queens. Yeah, Kevin James. Yeah. Who's also in Hitch, by the way. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that actually kind of connects. Um, me and Emma watched that movie a couple weeks ago just because, like, we were just sort of fucking around all weekend, like, had nothing to do. It was like, a couple weeks back. And we were just, like, playing random movies on Amazon because I have, like, a bunch of the different movie channels. Mm-hmm. And that was just on there, so I just hit, like, play because I'm like, I don't remember liking this movie, but, you know, fuck it. We're kind of drunk. We'll make fun of it. All I remember is Jessica B. on the Catwoman suit. So. Yeah, that's fair. It is exceptionally, like, offensive. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Babe, yeah. do you remember, I now pronounce your joke, like, rewatching that a couple weeks ago? It was really bad. It's fucking terrible. Like, there are, <laughs> re- like... You would think it's it wouldn't be super homophobic because it's like kind of the whole idea of like yeah you know like I can pretend to be gay to help you out or something like that like because you're my buddy yeah and it is like yeah they're trying to do it for like insurance or something right yeah it's like something about changing his life insurance for his kids because they're firefighters in New York the movie makes no fucking sense it yeah. doesn't matter it is exceptionally homophobic <laughs> <laughs> where like 
like nowadays you could never make that movie not just because it's really offensive but because also you would end all of the arguments immediately where like the guys like going through their garbage like your garbage isn't very gay you don't seem very like a gay man where like nowadays you can just be like uh well i'm fucking gay i don't have to suck dick on the street corner listening to wham <laughs> to be gay yeah. while talking with a lisp and yeah. wearing pink and so it's it does not hold up either. Although none of Adam Sandler movies hold up. I'm gonna say you probably have to reach pretty far back to. What was his last good movie? The Waterboy. Mm, probably. Right. I mean, it's the last one I can think that I liked. Uh, yeah. He's gotten lazier and lazier as his career has gone on. Like nowadays. His, well, nowadays he just gets that Netflix money. So. Fucking his next movie, I swear to God, is gonna be him like sick in bed in like a coma while his friends have a fun adventure. That way he can just lay in bed the whole movie and not do anything because he's that fucking lazy. But still be on location in Hawaii yeah, or something. He's so. the fucking worst. Yeah. Yeah, like the Water Boy was the last good Adam Sandler movie. I really can't think of one better after that. Mr. Deeds sucked. We can all admit that. Yeah. And it was also a remake, so fuck it. I don't think it was originally called Mr. Deeds, but it was like... Yeah, it was Mr. Deeds Goes to Washington. Yeah, the original. yeah Mr. Yeah. Deeds Goes to Washington. Thank you. And then, uh, yeah, that movie sucked. The Waterboy was good, though. I like The Waterboy a lot. It's kind of a fun movie. Yeah. Maybe it's a guilty pleasure, but I do like that movie a lot. But uh, It seems like a lot of those 90s comedians, that's how it was. Like Their first two or three movies are really good, and then they just drop off a cliff from yeah. there. There's a reason that Adam Sandler's like production company is called like Happy Madison Films because mm -hmm. that's like the only two movies he ever made that were any good. Yeah. <laughs> Big Daddy's not terrible. It's, it's it's okay. Yeah, I mean, especially compared to a lot of the other stuff he did. Yeah, I was going to say Big Daddy and Little Nicky are like in that gray area where it's like right right at the peak before mm. he started to get really shitty. Yeah. Where there's still some fun to it. Like you can still kind of laugh at Big Daddy. And Little Nicky, because I would put Little Nicky in the exact same level as Big Daddy. Like, they're both a solid 7 out of 10. Yeah. They're a movie. Yeah. But uh, it's like right after those, it just really goes downhill really fucking fast. And then he makes Jack and Jill, which nobody saw, yeah. which we should totally watch It's at some point and do like a fucking <laughs> podcast on. And what was the one where he was like uh, Andy Samberg's dad? That thing was like a huge flop, too. I was like, was it like... My boy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, my boy or something like that. It was terrible. And it was so sad to watch. That's my boy. That's my boy. Yeah, that's it. It, it was really sad to watch, too, because Andy Samberg's really funny and, like, really good at what he does. He's, like, mm -hmm. a really good writer and a really good actor. I mean, you've watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Most of it, yeah. And he's, like, the main writer on that show. And mm -hmm. He, like, does a lot of production. He's a funny dude. Oh, yeah. And all the Lonely Island stuff. Like, yeah. It's all good stuff. All his Lonely Island bits were great. All of his SNL bits were really funny. He was really good on SNL. And that was even during the like low bit of SNL. Yeah. Like, he was on the worst... I mean, maybe, maybe that's why he shined so much, because he was like on the worst part of SNL. But he was really funny yeah. then. And then you watch That's My Boy, and it's Adam Sandler not trying whatsoever, and like Andy Samberg actually trying, and you're like, oh, this is just sad. Mm. Like... You literally could have you you could you still could have made this movie and just casted somebody besides Adam Sandler and it would have worked, like you could have made that fun, but it's just like everyone's trying their best except for Sandler who's just like give me my paycheck. It's, just, <laughs> it's fucking terrible. He just does not care anymore. There's just, I mean, you know, he falls asleep on a pile of money, but yeah, who gives a fuck? I mean, and Funny People wasn't a bad flick, but that was not an Adam Sandler movie. Oh no, yeah, that's Sabotage for sure. That was all Apatow. And it was a lot of fun. Like, I connected with that movie a lot because it was all about, like, state of comedians. So I en enjoyed, like, the little bits that they had there. Granted, I never had the balls to move to L.A. 
but yet even if i was even if i had a really good stand-up career i still don't think i would have gone to la because i just i have no interest in going to la i i, I would have gone to new york maybe if i was having a really good career yeah because i i would have wanted to be a stand-up i wouldn't want to most of the people who go to la are trying to be actors right and i don't want to be a fucking actor i like acting i love movies but actors are like the worst people in the world. <laughs> they're so fl- – especially people in L.A. Yeah. They're all just full of themselves and you can't have a fucking conversation with them. So it's like fuck that noise. There's like maybe eight people in L.A. who are cool. Well, and that's the thing too. Like even the people that aren't actors out there are trying to be actors and they're all like shitty to each other. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. You like can't get like a fucking coffee ordered anywhere because they're all like running their lines to be a bit part in the next fucking uh, uh, Michael Keaton movie or some bullshit like that. They all think they're going to be the next Tom Holland, and they are not going to be the next Tom Holland because they're 29 years old. <laughs> so, yeah, happy Valentine's Day, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, don't be Adam Sandler, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Although his love interests in all the movies have been pretty much knockout women all the time. So Yeah, yeah of course. That's the funniest thing. Like The most unbelievable thing, and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, going back to that movie. Mm-hmm. Is that we have to pretend like Adam Sandler's attractive and like all these women are like fawning over him and I'm like he's a schlubby like gross looking dude he is not an attractive guy <laughs> and then like his little like calendar photo that they always bring out where he's like Mister February or whatever the fuck uh-huh. it is so clearly and badly photoshopped it's the saddest thing ever <laughs> like not only did they just like cut and paste his head onto a dude who had a really good body. They also, like, gave him, like, the, like, airbrush fix on his face. Because you're looking at him where, like, his face is all fucked up and stuff. Because he's 50-something years old at this point. And yeah. And he's just gross. And it's like, you spent a shit ton of money on that movie. You couldn't get one 17-year-old who's in fucking high school who knows how to work Photoshop to at least make that somewhat believable. Because we all know you don't look like that. Yeah. He keeps his uh, baggy t-shirt on the whole time. But we still know that his pecs don't look like that. Because his t-shirt wouldn't have been baggy. If his pecs looked like that, unless he's wearing a 4XL. <laughs> Fucking douchebag. Maybe that's it. Maybe he was wearing Kevin James's clothes. Yeah, no, I'm sure that's what it was. I think Kevin James Pratt falls everywhere. We all kind of laugh. It's kind of sad, because mm-hmm. Kevin James seems like a nice guy in real life. Yeah. I bet, like, I could hang out with him. I don't think I could hang out with Adam Sandler. That's actually a neat call, yeah. I never really thought about that before. Like... Kevin James, you could get a beer with and just like sit at the bar and mm-hmm. like talk about like sports or whatever, just kind of chill. Probably. I don't think I don't think you could do that with Sandler. Yeah, I'm not sure what I would have in common with him. Besides having seen some of his shitty movies. Yeah, just be like, <laughs> hey, uh, Waterboy was the last good thing you made, just so you know. <laughs> and I assume you didn't write that either. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> like even his like SNL days, like what was he known for? He has like one bit that I remember from his SNL days that I liked. Yeah, I liked Opera Man. Mm-hmm. Like that was pretty funny. And I then was trying to think of any of his other like iconic characters. And, and he had like Canteen Boy, which was okay, well, yeah. but still pretty like weird. Like it, there, there was a couple funny bits from that that it went on too long. Like Opera Man's the only one I can remember that I liked. I don't remember a lot of other Adam Sandler bits from SNL. But, like, all the other people that he was... Because he was on, like, the golden age of SNL. He had, like, yeah. Phil Hartman and Chris Farley, yeah, David, David Spade. Spade. Uh, yeah. Like, all these great fucking hilarious guys. And he just he has, like, one bit that I remember. That even, like, a lot of people might not have liked that much anyway with Opera Man. But I just always remember laughing whenever he did the uh, Pearl Jam bit. I thought that was fucking oh, yeah. hilarious because he just <laughs> starts singing a Pearl Jam song. Yeah, I don't know. I do not understand how Adam Sandler's career worked. 
his career is mind-boggling to me. I don't get it. That's why you're not a millionaire. That's true. I mean, maybe that's why. Maybe if I uh, was smarter, I'd have bought stock in Happy Madison films 100 years ago. Funny People was pretty good, though. Like I said, that was a pretty good flick. But that was mostly Apatow, who's just a very underrated filmmaker. I agree, yeah. He gets underrated because he has kind of a improv way of filming. But it usually works for him because we usually when he's making a movie he gets a lot of funny guys yeah and that's the thing too like all of his movies are like basically the trailers and all the posters everything that they build they build it as a comedy yeah exactly most of those movies are dramas with like jokes in them exactly that's how he's filming it that's how he writes them yeah and it works out really well like he's a really good filmmaker like cinematography wise and stuff like that he he frames shots well mm-hmm. he shoots well a lot of his dialogue works mm-hmm. even yeah. with working around all the improv he's getting from like all the guys that he gets because he gets a lot of funny people in his movies so it works well to have them kind of riff with each other and then i don't know if i don't know who edits his films i don't yeah, i'm not sure i assume he's not the editor but i'm not 100 percent on that i can't say yes or no yeah the editor in that is amazing because they're able to cut like where there's, you know, when they're doing 45 minute long bits of just trying to make each other laugh the whole time. And they can cut it together to find the funny bits, but still make it fit into the film, mm-hmm. which is a really hard thing to do, obviously. Yeah. So that's the I, other thing, too. Like a lot of this dialogue, it seems natural, you know? Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. He has like almost like a Tarantino way of writing dialogue where it feels like people are talking. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think Apatow is a bit of an underrated uh, filmmaker. Especially after seeing Funny People, because that was a fantastically done drama. Like, it's really dark. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's really well done. <laughs> like, it's really good. I liked it a lot. And, uh, I mean, I haven't seen that movie in, like, four years, but I re- remember liking it when I watched it. So, yeah, I, I always thought that was a good movie. And I feel like uh, he kind of gets not, like, overblown because he's making so much fucking money. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care whatsoever. Yeah. But uh, plus he's got Leslie Mann and his wife, and she's fucking stupid hot, so good for him. But uh, yeah, he like kind of gets overshadowed by the fact that he is so good at casting that he gets really funny people. So he kind of gets overshadowed by that because everyone's just like, oh yeah, no, like Will Ferrell made that movie really funny, or like mm-hmm. Seth Rogen was hilarious in that movie. But it's like, well yeah, but Apatow had something to do with that. I mean, yeah. he was the guy behind the camera making all this shit worked, and all the scenes were framed together well, and there was physical like there was visual humor in a lot of these shots which means that the director had something to do with it so i'm i'm not saying we should suck his dick and give him an oscar but we should talk about that he is a good filmmaker is what i'm saying because nobody talks about him being a good filmmaker yeah i've never heard anything until you've said something exactly that's what i'm saying because i think he's good at and funny people was a really well done movie as was uh 40 year old virgin yeah and knocked up yeah actually Knocked Up really surprised me. There's a lot of heart in that movie. It's a very heartfelt film. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of watch that just thinking you're going to get, like... He even a, got a good performance out of Catherine Heigl, which hardly anyone... Yeah, because she is cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. She is fucking cardboard. Yeah. There is nothing with her shit, but she was pretty funny in that. But, yeah, that movie, like, sneaks up on you because you just think it's going to be a typical, like, Apatow kind of, like, comedy and you just kind of laugh at it and move on. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a lot of heart in that movie where you're kind of like, oh, shit, like, this is this is hitting me in the fucking, in the yeah. feeling bone right, right now. I've got friends that act like this. Like, this could be real life. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It felt incredibly real. And I kind of like that about it. Like, I, 
a lot of his movies feel that way. Where they feel just like real. I think that's a skill that's uh, good to have as a filmmaker. I think I think it works for him too with the stories he's trying to tell. Absolutely, yeah, with the subject matter, yeah. I mean, would I let him direct a Batman movie? I would, yes, because that would be fucking amazing. But yeah. what, if I was running a studio, no. <laughs> but if you wanted to hang out in my backyard for three months and shoot a Batman movie, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll watch that because that'd be fucking hilarious. Do you have a backyard? A little bit. It's about uh, two feet wide. I'm gonna say I don't think I've ever seen wide. your backyard. <laughs> it is. Uh, it takes me like two sweeps with my uh, lawnmower going long ways to like clean it up. It, it is okay. not much of a backyard. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you out. I was just, oh, no, no, it's that fine. happened to spark my mind. I was like, I've never seen your backyard. I mean, it looks like an alley. It's where Bruce's parents get shot. <laughs> this is the most important scene of the movie. And then Joe we have to reenact it. <laughs> and then Joe Chill, the killer, is played by like fucking Evan Goldberg. And he comes out and just fucking like does bits for 45 minutes. And we have to edit that down to somehow make it work. I thought you were gonna say you could say like one of our random friends, <laughs> like even not better. even a Hollywood actors. So. Yeah. Joe Joe Chill is played by fucking S. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. You ever dance with the devil on this dick? You fuck. <laughs> Did you get that? You want to keep rolling? Okay, we're gonna keep rolling. <laughs> ah, it's fun. So yeah, happy Valentine's Day, guys. I'm happy. Well, I mean it. We're recording on Valentine's Day. I assume this will be out in like two weeks after Valentine's no, Day. No, I'm editing it tonight and we're dropping it. There's no... You haven't dropped the episode that we recorded before this. <laughs> I'm going to do a lot of editing tonight. <laughs> I can tell. Ah, But yeah, thanks for uh, joining in on this, guys. Sorry I got off. I got on a weird tangent there. You did. I'm not even sure how we got to Adam Sandler, but yeah. we did. Like I said, I've been dragging for about six hours now. Yeah. So I was doing a lot of uh, housework. We, uh... I was like Cinderella. I really am going to have a lot of editing to do because we, uh, we got a lot of topics and apparently we got a lot of questions. So Yeah, we got a decent amount of questions tonight. Yeah. So we're going to have to definitely get to yeah. them. So. We got a, another uh, another multi-tab night. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Which is surprising because, like you said, we just recorded four days ago. Yeah, we recorded but... four days ago and now there's 80 fucking tabs <laughs> yeah. on this Chrome. I know. <laughs> there's just so much stuff. I'm like, wow, we got to talk about that. Oh, we got to talk about that. got to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that out. That's pretty good. That. Oh, did you hear that Ar- Andrew's got herpes? So. That was the last tab I was going to bring up. <laughs> All right. It is time for uh, the topics, and we have a very special Valentine's Day feature here. We That's are gonna right. Pull I'm in, here. Yeah. We are going to pull in oh. uh, our lady on the couch, who's usually just running to get us beers and reading us stuff off Twitter. Mm-hmm. It is my lovely girlfriend, Emma. Emma, say hi. What up, sluts? There she is. Okay. Yeah, we got her in here. Now this doesn't excuse you from getting drinks. Oh, no, no, you're. I know that. You okay. will still be running to get drinks, 100. <laughs> yeah. percent I got this, man. Forget it. Multiple responsibilities, all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since it's Valentine's Day, I figured we get a little bit of the female perspective in on yeah. things. So let's see how this works. Okay. Or this whole episode will get trashed. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, we can cut this whole thing. <laughs> cut that bitch. Oh. Hey. Uh... No, Jesus Christ, that is so many fucking... <laughs> I know. That's a lot of topics. <laughs> uh, all right, Most of them are going to go quick, though. It's just, that is uh, fair. It's just kind of a mention. But okay. uh, this one was kind of neat. Good way to start off. We're all Spider-Verse fans here. You that is Emma, true. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I found out Stan Lee actually cameos in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse dozens of times. Damn. They said it's going to be a fun little game for everybody whenever it comes out on DVD to kind of figure out if they can find all of them. Yeah. So they went ahead and they released two of them already. 
One was, uh, oh, it was when he's on the train. I've heard about that one, that he's yeah. apparently on the train as well. And then yeah. they also released, uh, whenever they're down on the crosswalk, mm-hmm. the person that steps over them is actually Stan Lee. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. whenever he utters the line, thanks, New York. <laughs> that's kind of cute. Yeah. I mean, that's fun. Like, it. I have two feelings about it because the Stan Lee, like, actual cameo in, mm-hmm. in the Spider-Verse is probably my favorite Stan Lee cameo yet just yeah. because it was so fucking heartfelt. And, oh, like, yeah. it was Stan Lee cameoing as Stan Lee where he was just, like, doing exactly what he's done. Because Spider-Man was always his baby anyway. That was, like, oh, his yeah. favorite character. And then he's just being, like, a fucking huckster salesman for Spider-Man. And it was just so fucking awesome to see them, like, do that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's... That'll be a fun thing. I mean, I, I didn't need another reason to buy this whenever it comes out on DVD because right. I'm going to buy the Blu-ray special edition and watch the director's commentary like eight times because yeah. this movie's fucking amazing. But yeah, no, that'll be fun. I like it. Yeah. The other reason that I brought it up because they announced it, it's March 19th. Mm, it's nice. Blu-ray, Ultra HD, 4K, and DVD. I'm going to go Blu-ray. Well, the digital download so that you can watch it whenever we're out of uh, 4G range. Yeah, no, I'll I'll download it to my phone. Like oh, yeah. I have uh, Dracula Untold. <laughs> I have that movie on my phone. Just queued up, <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, it's just oh. saved because uh, when I first bought that movie, I'm the only one who liked that movie. I know, but I did like that movie. I thought it was fun. Okay. But when I bought it, it was the special edition like Blu-ray DVD that came with the like digital download code. So like I just wanted to see if it would work. So I put the code in on my phone and just downloaded it. Oh. So. It worked out really well because we were in, uh, it was for uh, Emma's mom's wedding. Then we were in like Paris, Illinois and had no service whatsoever, no Netflix, nothing to watch. But I had Dracula Untold on my phone, so we at least had some background noise so we could fall asleep. (laughs) I didn't fall asleep because I love that movie. But still, (laughs) it's a great movie. It's a guilty pleasure. I'm sorry. I know it sucks and it's like totally corporate-y, but I kind of like it. Hey, it must be bad because you apologized like three times already for liking it. It's it's I know that it's bad, but I fucking love that movie. I love the scene of when the like the Ottomans come to like take his son, and they're like, "You have to give him over," and like he just can't do it, so he just like looks at his son. And he goes, "Run to your mother," and then like fucking murders the six dude standing right there like a bad motherfucker. This movie's awesome, and then Charlie Dance, fucking uh, Tywin Lannister. Oh. Is like the main vampire that gives him the powers and turns him into Dracula and shit. It's a fucking awesome movie. <laughs> so next topic is uh, Dracula Untold. <laughs> Excellent. So the the thing about that movie is <laughs> now the next topic is the the Terminator reboot has officially been titled. It's going to be a direct sequel to Terminator Two: Judgment Day, <sighs> ignoring so any of the films past that. Smart, but still. <laughs> yeah. How so, many times are we going to reboot Terminator? Yeah. Like, we yeah. get it. But it'll be called Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, fuck off. Set to release at the end of 2019. Uh, James Cameron is involved. I don't care. And uh, <laughs> Linda Hamilton's coming back, too. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like yeah. that a little bit. Oh, yeah, no, there she is. Mm-hmm. She's on the right, didn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... Here's the thing. The first Terminator movie, fantastic film, obviously. Movie fucking rules. Second Terminator movie, Judgment Day. Yeah. Is there anyone on this planet who doesn't love Judgment Day? That movie's fucking amazing. It's pretty sweet. And then Terminator no longer exists. We are all good after that. Because, like, 
they've tried to like reboot this and do all this other. Di- I mean, they even tried it with the fucking um, uh, Amelia Clark, yeah. the fucking mother, Genesis. the mother of dragons was in this, and it still didn't work. Like it just. Just let it die, man. Like I love the Terminator. It's a it's a great movie series if you only count the first two films. But there's no, we don't have to keep going back. Also, total shit in the mouth on the title. Not Dark Fate. It should just be Terminator No Fate. <laughs> That's what they should have called it. And then it's No Fate, but what we make because that was her whole thing. Yeah. So I don't. This is. This just reeks of the Ghostbusters remake, where they can't decide if it's canon or not, and it's just gonna be corporate and suck dick, and Papa John's is gonna be there at some point. Uh, if, uh, yeah, I don't know. Terminator Dead Horse. Terminator Dead Horse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so Dark Fate will be out November first, twenty nineteen. Everybody, buy your tickets uh, whenever you want. They're not gonna sell out. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> You're fine. They've they've ruined that franchise so much that like people don't even admit that they're Terminator fans anymore. Like, yeah. you ask anybody who likes movies, like, hey, did you like Terminator Judgment Day? They'll be like, fuck yeah, that movie rules. Whenever they're racing down the the fucking uh, washout, whatever the fuck that is in L.A., and the, the giant semi-truck blast over that oh, cement. Oh, when he's on the yeah. dirt bike, yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, that's a fucking great scene, and all that dope-ass liquid metal shit, that was the coolest thing ever. They're like, oh, so you're a Terminator fan? Like, well, I like the first two movies. <laughs> what do you think about Terminator 3? Oh, I wanted to kill myself the entire time. Thanks. Terminator 3 was the first time we realized that Arnold Schwarzenegger is too old to act in movies anymore. We're just like, oh, no, don't do this. I think Terminator 3 might be sadder than Batman Forever or Batman and Robin. <laughs> I think I'd rather watch Batman and Robin than Terminator 3. That's a, that's a hot take. At least I can laugh at Batman and Robin. Yeah. Ter- Terminator 3 is so fucking boring that I can't even like make fun of it. It is a movie about, like... You're only saying that because it was a female Terminator and you're a misogynistic jerk. What are you talking about? No. It was bad. <laughs> there was a male Terminator in it, too. And who gave a fuck? I am a chick. It was fucking bad. <laughs> Don't do that. The first Terminator movie, like, one of the main characters was a woman. It was his fucking mom. She was a bad motherfucker. Bad bitch. Yeah. And then Kyle Reese came back and then uh, apparently fucked her without a condom. That's how we got, uh... <laughs> Uh, whatever his fucking name is, the kid from uh, uh, American History X. <laughs> it's the only two movies I know him from is Terminator 2 and American History X. <laughs> Edwin Furlow or something like Furlong, that? Furlong, yeah. Furlong. He was also in Pet Cemetery too. Was. Was he? Mm-hmm. The original no. Pet Cemetery? Pet Cemetery 2, the sequel. <gasps> oh, oh right I as well. Okay. No, 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 no. Number two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I have not. I don't think I've seen that movie, to be no, honest with you. It's so. pretty awful. I'm sure I've seen it, but I just I've probably blocked it out of my memory. Like every Terminator movie past Terminator Two. Yeah, that's well, in this. That's in be the a perfect same, fit uh, for you. Yeah, no. You don't have to forget anything. Just jump right in. Yeah, we can just watch them all together. Yeah. I just oh god. Do you remember how bad the Terminator Salvation was though with Christian Bale, where it was supposed to be like during the actual like yeah. Skynet war? I do because I was really hyped up for it. I thought it was going to be awesome. It I looked thought they cool. were going to resurrect everything. It was going to be good. The trailers made it look good. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, the Skynet War, which is, like, this thing that we've been alluding to for right. 30 fucking years. I'm like, oh, we can see what this is. They started teasing, like, the Super Terminator, the giant, like, three-story tall. Yeah, no, yeah. we were all, like, super excited. And then uh, they casted the most boring actor ever, Sam Worthington, to play, like, the first Terminator or the fuck, whatever yeah. the fuck he was supposed to be. I don't even remember. 
the original prototype. Helena Bonham Carter's in that movie too. She was the doctor that like made him sign on to whatever fucking I don't know why he had to sign on to it. That movie made no fucking sense. That that movie was so bad that Christian Bale was screaming at light technicians. <laughs> that is still one of that is my favorite part of Terminator Three is Christian Bale's freak out at the light tech. <laughs> That's Terminator 4, sorry. Sorry, I forgot. Terminator 3. My favorite part of Terminator 3 was when I forgot that it existed. Again, just now. Mm-hmm. Good old days. Yeah. Movie's so bad. I, I don't know who's a worse actor. Sam Worthington or whoever the main actor was in Terminator 3. Because that guy's also <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh, well, there's a big sign. Might be the one whose name you don't know. Yeah, but Sam Worthington I just know because he's the most, like... We were talking about uh, Catherine Heigl earlier and how she's a super cardboard actor. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about cardboard actor? Sam Worthington is the – okay, here's what Sam Worthington is. Playing a video game and it goes to create a character. Yeah. So you hit create a character and there's just like the generic like template to work with before you make your character. Mm-hmm. That's what Sam Worthington is. <laughs> he is fucking empty. His eyes are empty. They're like – they're black. Kind of like doll's eyes. <laughs> fuck sam worthington i'll say it i don't care that's right so, a good indicator of uh <laughs> how well the uh, alita battle angel is going to be coming up this God. weekend is that uh all these following stories were different things that cameron had been asked on the press tour i hadn't, hadn't seen anything about anybody asking him anything about the movie he's trying to promote <laughs> oh is james cameron oh, no. tied to uh, alita battle angel yeah Oh, God, another reason to not see that movie. Yeah, but I thought this was funny. He was asked uh, how he liked Aquaman because he did, you know, Avatar and uh, The Abyss. You know, he does a lot of underwater type stuff. Yeah, no, he's definitely... He, James Cameron used to make good movies, mm-hmm. I agree. He's quoted saying, I think it's great fun, but then goes on to explain why he couldn't have directed a film like it. I never could have made that film. Because it was good. <laughs> because it requires this kind of total dreamlike disconnection from any sense of physics or reality. People just kind of zoom around underwater because they propel themselves mentally, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, it's cool. You buy it on its own terms. It's almost like it's a comic book movie. You made Avatar where people's <laughs> brains are put into a fucking empty yes. body. on the Y'all fuck through hair. Can we not, with the underwater physics, you guys fuck through hair. Yeah. They bang with their ponytails, and it's just a remake of Dances with Wolves, but with a lot of CGI. Uh-huh. It looks faker than fucking Pocahontas, which is also a ripoff of. I, I fucking hate James Cameron. I think, you know what? I think I hate James Cameron. I love The Abyss. That is a great film. Okay. I don't know if I like another James Cameron movie besides that. Uh-huh. Nah, Aliens is good, but that's not James Cameron. James Cameron's not why that movie's good, though. He brought it into an action movie. I want to it kick. It was just a horror movie before that. Yeah, they were better then. <laughs> I want to kick James Cameron in the teeth. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say taint, but yeah. And too. criticize him on his lack of realism for not crying when I'm just standing on his Adam's apple. Be like, oh, by the way, I didn't watch Alita, and I have never finished Avatar in my life. I literally have never finished that oh, movie. I've tried six times. It's not oh. worth it. It's so fucking boring. I've seen it all the way through, technically, if you add it all together, because okay. it, like, it got played on like AMC a lot and stuff. Yeah. And then, speaking of fucking boring white actors, whoever the main guy is in the wheelchair and fucking Avatar. Is that Sam Worthington again? <laughs> it is. I oh knew it. God. Yes! Oh, my God. <laughs> I was waiting for you to get there. I was like, okay, come on. He's going to realize it. Yeah, that guy's the fucking yeah. worst. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know who I hate more, James Cameron or Sam Worthington. <laughs> if I was in a room, <laughs> just that spark in his eyes. Like, I just Wait totally a like, realized that. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh fuck, generic white actor who sucks. If I was in a room with Adolf Hitler, Osama bin Laden, James Cameron, and Sam Worthington, I'd shoot James Cameron twice because I wouldn't recognize Sam Worthington. <laughs> I would assume he was the concierge who was bringing me another beer. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sure Sam Worthington is a fantastic waiter. Yeah. So. <laughs> Fuck Sam Worthington. Somebody might be tonight. It's Valentine's Day. Probably. I mean, that's fair. Him and uh, whoever's running the Satanic Temple. I for, like. I refuse Doug. to use his made-up name of fucking Lucian Greaves or whatever the fuck it was, but his real name. Him and Sam Worthington are my two most hated people. They are the enemies of this podcast. Let and it be known. Someday I will get one of them on here, and then we'll we'll get a couple questions in, and then it'll just be like angry noises in the background as I just fucking murder one of yeah. them. Because I want them dead. That guest will sit on your side. James Cameron I'll let live, because I like The Abyss a lot. Okay. That was a really good movie. And he's got 17 Avatar movies to film still. So. Oh my god, right? <laughs> Is he even making the movies anymore? Or is he just sitting at like Disney World, just designing whatever fucking attraction they're gonna use for Avatar Land? Sit in this wheelchair, just like Sam Worthington did. Wow, Mom, it's like I'm really there. I'm so boring, and nothing's happening. I'm on Pandora. The only thing doing less than Sam Worthington in that movie was his fucking legs as he's sitting in a wheelchair. Oh, damn. <laughs> Also, I'm sure Alita Battle Angel sucks, so. I mean, I'm, I'm forming nightmares that I'm going to have because I'm just staring at the little, like, paused YouTube video yeah, of Alita's is. horrifying yeah. face. Yeah, that is right in the... Uh, I assume that's who Alita is, is mm-hmm. the main yeah. terrifying yeah. bug-eyed chick. That is yeah. right in that uncanny valley, 100%. That's oh, where yeah. that's at. No, that no, is I, horrifying. It's not good. I'd, I'd rather watch Polar Express, like, 14 times a day than watch whatever... <laughs> That's going to be. What are the odds that halfway through uh, Battle Angel, like, Alita just looks right at the camera and she's like, Skynet is here. I'd be like, this is the greatest movie ever. I take it all back. James Cameron can live. I'm back in again. Now bring me Sam Worthington so I can cut him in half. Also, the actress has better eyebrows than, like, what CGI could do, and that's a little sad. Did you see any of this yet? No. Oh, there was a big, I don't know, response on Twitter. Everybody was tweeting... Radcliffe, and he was kind of joking along with it, Daniel Radcliffe, and uh, they were saying that he was going to be Wolverine <laughs> in the new movie, taking over from Hugh Jackman. Right. So this was Radcliffe responding to the rumors. He joked along with it, saying there's going to be a new Wolverine movie, in which it starts off with Hugh Jackman being put into a hot wash, and then when he comes out, it's me. So yes, I'm very happy to announce that here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah. And later he's like, this is what happens when you make jokes. Wouldn't it be great if you could just start casting yourself and things by just saying them in interviews? So I guess people have been asking something about me and Wolverine. And I made a joke about playing Wolverine after being in a hot wash like I'd been shrunk in a hot wash. <laughs> and the internet seems to think that I was putting that out there on my dream board cosmic ordering system. <laughs> I mean, can you make another Wolverine movie at this point? The Wolverine, like Logan, that fucking movie Logan, is one of the greatest wrap-ups to a fucking movie franchise I've ever seen. Logan was amazing. That movie you fucking You can't tell me rules. you didn't try at the end. 
Oh, fuck they, yeah, they I cried like, yeah. I was crying that whole fucking movie. Are you kidding yeah. me? That I know fu- you too well. That fucking father shit. And oh, then, yeah. like, Hugh, Hugh Jackman's all, like, gray and bearded and badass as fuck. Mm-hmm. It was and amazing. fuck. Yeah. He was, R-rated. He was fucking yeah. awesome. And then, like, to say, like, I don't think you could make another, you definitely can't make another Logan movie. You might yeah. be able to, like, you know, get, like. He'll be like, in an Avengers movie in the next ten years. That's, yeah, that's almost guaranteed. Maybe do like like an X twenty three, like another Wolverine experiment. But like, I don't know if you can do like a straight up Logan Wolverine. I just don't know if it works. Hugh Jackman played that. Here's how well Hugh Jackman played that character. So the entire time the comics have existed, Wolverine was always like five three, super hairy, real short guy. Mm-hmm. Hugh Hugh Jackman's like six five. He's a huge dude. Yeah, they like not in the original canon but in some of the like alternate ones they have drawn wolverine taller because hugh jackman just embodies that role so well and people know hugh jackman as wolverine yeah that's That's how the reason they know the character that's when you know you're good at playing a superhero character is when they change the fucking comic books to fit your performance that's how well that he did and he does it amazingly he even makes the x-men movies that suck like his parts are good yeah even his movie that sucked, the fucking uh, X-Men Origins, mm-hmm. which is one of the worst films ever made, some of his parts are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, if you take out the love story that he had with the uh, random white actress, whatever the fuck her name was, and nobody cares because she was doing nothing, you take out those parts and you just look at his roles, they're pretty decent. It was pretty good. Yeah. And that he's also so fucking like jacked in those movies. Oh, yeah. That is the perfect body. There's a reason his last name's Jackman, because he's a jacked man. <laughs> no, I just, you cannot, I don't, as much as I love Wolverine, I think he's a fucking awesome character. He's awesome. I mean, he's like, he's short and he's angry all the time, so I totally get that. Yeah. You know, I really identify with that. He drinks a lot. He's a big, like, beer drinker. He's yeah. Canadian, so he likes hockey. Right, but he also, and, and... Really enjoys the samurai Japanese culture. Yeah, because he just enjoys that. It's just cool to him. Like, it's an awesome character. I just, I think we're good. I think we did, we did Wolverine justice. And by we, I mean like the people who made the movies. We, like, I said we again. They did Wolverine justice. We have seen the full arc. We've seen the shit movies. We've seen the good parts. Logan was one of the best films in the last three years. Logan's a fucking fantastic film. That's what you need to do. Fuck making another Logan movie. Take uh, what's her name, the little girl who was like essentially his daughter, mm-hmm. like his adopted daughter in that. Fucking make a story out of her because she was badass. Like what? that's what you do. Fuck this. Like let's cast another young guy who won't need a lot of money to play Wolverine. Like, we're good. We got it. We got the Wolverine story. We got a great Wolverine story. It's fucking awesome. Let's just sit with that. Just let that be good. Let good movies be good. Stop trying to milk that dead horse for as much money as possible. Yeah, I don't know if you're. I, I, I'd recommend not trying to milk a horse. You heard Probably what I said. Coming out with uh, milk. You're gonna come out with whatever. Well, dead, so he's not gonna do anything. You're gonna come out with whatever the fuck they're gonna cast the next Wolverine as. That's what you're gonna come out with. Horse semen. Mm-hmm. So bitter and terrible. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, good, great. Who do you think... <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> no, uh, real quick. Who no. do you think could play Wolverine? You. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nah, my hair's too light. 
I mean, we could fix that pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, I guess that's fair. No, I mean, if you let me do steroids for like a year, yeah. I could totally play Wolverine. 100%. I'll give you nine months. Just take some double doses. Just let me do steroids. Yeah. I, 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 I want to do steroids so bad. Steroids are the shit. No, but seriously, like, who do you think is an actor besides Hugh Jackman can play a good Wolverine? I just thought of one. Did you? Tom Hardy. Could be another, like, older Wolverine, but yeah. Tom Hardy can look any age he wants. He's the perfect man. No, I'm not arguing with you. Why don't you sit here and talk shit on Tom Hardy? Calm down. I know. Valentine's, Valentine's Day or not, I will smack you down. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Andrew? I, I don't think. It's just, like you said, it's so hard. I can't even really picture it. No, Hugh Jackman was perfect for it, 100%. I should do that to my beard at some point. Just do the Wolverine like mutton chops. Oh, yeah. This does those hard ass Wolverine mutton chops. Yeah, that's the only non beard that I've ever approved of for him is mutton chops. Cause I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. That's fine. That is true. Yeah. Who do you think could play Wolverine? Yeah, no, no way. Frank, yeah, I really Don't shake your head. This is an audio <laughs> medium. They can't see you do that. Yes, I'm they can. Thinking, <laughs> Don't even fucking ask me. I don't know actors' names even if I had an idea. <laughs> Sam Worthington. <laughs> <laughs> who? You know who would be perfect. <laughs> Sam Worthington would be great. He would be like uh, the... Uh, he, essentially... he would really disappear into the role. Yeah, exactly. He's just, he's essentially what Edward was in the Twilight books. He's just a fucking... There you go. Robert Pattinson. You know, if he were better at like acting, he's got the hair. He could work with it. Take her off the mic. We're Look, motherfucker. I'm just talking hair right now. We're I done. can't... We're I don't done know. Here. Take her off the mic. We're leave done. me alone. Oh. You invited me, bitch. Oh, I'm going to leave you. That is for sure. Oh How God. dare you? You will be alone. Ooh, all right, although, so many of y'all listeners. <laughs> ooh, what about Christoph Waltz? Do like an old Wolverine? I bet Christoph uh, no, Waltz could do I that. No. I think he could. Uh-uh. Christoph yeah. Waltz could do anything. He's a fantastic actor. No. I agree that he's fantastic, but that's, yeah, I, I wouldn't see that. Of the older dudes. And I don't know which one would work, but it, I don't know. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. I am That's from Canada. I am Weapon X. I am from Canada. <laughs> Fuck you, Crom. <laughs> I have never prayed to you. I'm not the tongue for it. And then you hire Stallone and Saber with tooth. <laughs> hey, brother, <laughs> you got a video. <laughs> oh, no. Then Colonel Strikers played by. Uh, the fucking dude who played Ivan Drago. It's all coming together. We're essentially just making the Expendables movies now, but somehow yeah. one of them has Wolverine's powers. <laughs> yeah. Terry Crews, there you go. Oh. There, there's our next Wolverine. There, it's Terry Crews. We yes. fucking nailed it. <laughs> so, I don't know if you saw, but Hulu's jumping into the Marvel game now. Oh, boy. Oh, because Netflix uh, got rid of all of them? Basically, yeah. And uh, Hulu is now going to be owned by Disney soon, since they're taking over Fox, and Hulu was owned by Fox. Yeah, so. Disney owns everything. Yeah. So. But this looks kind of fun. How, um, how long until Disney buys us? The Jordan Peele movie? No, like us, like this podcast. Or oh. just us as like people. Oh. About well, three years, what do you think? Eh, three to five, yeah. That's what it feels like. They're buying everything else. So, uh... These shows are going to be adult animated shows. Ooh. Uh, they're going to do a, a four-pack. There's going to be one on Marvel's MODOK. Nice. Uh-huh. Hit Monkey. I don't know what that is. The Tigra and Dazzler show. 
Or Tigra, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, and it's probably Tigra. Howard the Duck. Hell yeah. And then the four shows are set to culminate in a special called Marvel's The Offenders. Oh, I uh, am. You see? Yeah. I am so in on this, it's not even funny. <laughs> I am 1,000% there. So, Modoc, the mental organism designed only for killing, mm-hmm. is centered around an egomaniacal supervillain with a really big head and a really little body who attempts to maintain control of his evil organization and family. It's being written by Jordan Blum, Jason's brother, Excellent. from Blumhouse, yeah. and Patton Oswalt. Ooh, hell yeah. Patton Oswalt's a great writer. Yeah, you're absolutely in on that. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm there 100%. So, Hitmonkey is often associated with Deadpool. And it follows a wronged Japanese snow monkey who is mentored by the ghost of an American assassin. <laughs> he fights his way through the Tokyo underworld and was <clears> described <throat> as a dark, cinematic, and brutally funny revenge saga. Okay, I'm in. I, I don't know who Hitmonkey is, but they, they kind of sold me on that. Yeah. Tiger Sorry. and Dazzler is about two, quote, woke <laughs> superheroes and best friends who oh, fight like to us. be recognized among other powered people in Los Angeles. Aw. This is uh, the first 20 minutes of the podcast is what that is. (laughs) And then Marvel's Howard the Duck obviously follows the titular anthropomorphic ill-tempered fowl who is trapped in a world he never made and hopes to return home with the help of his unstoppable gal pal Beverly before Dr. Bong can turn him into the crispiest dish on the menu. Oh, yeah. It's being written by Kevin Smith (gasps) and Dave Willis, who are executive producing. Oh, fuck. Yes. (laughs) I am. See, you had me at Howard the Duck because mm-hmm. I love Howard the Duck. Obviously. And then you had me even more with telling me Kevin Smith's writing that. And then you tell me that fucking uh, Pat Oswalt, one of my favorite stand up comedians, mm-hmm. is writing one of the other shows. Yeah, the Modoc. And then also, did you see that for uh, Tigra and, and Dazzler? Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea Handler's one of the writers. Okay, I didn't recognize that name. She's a very f- uh, well-known comedian. Oh, really? Okay. I don't find her that funny, but she is a well-known comedian, so she's good at her shit. Do you know her? Uh, mildly. I mean, she's okay, but she does tend to bank on, like, makes a vagina joke, she'll you know, be popular because it's like, ooh, she said vagina, she's so edgy. Yeah. yeah. She was she's funny. Not bad. She was funny like five years ago. Well, these are considered adult animated shows. So I'm super into this Thank so much. God. I cannot wait for Howard the Duck. Yeah. Like I was already excited when I heard animate like adult animated show for Howard the Duck, and then yeah. you tell me Kevin Smith's <laughs> writing it, and I'm like, get out of my fucking way! Yeah. I got a show to watch, motherfucker. And then they're gonna team all four of them up as the offenders. I love it. Yeah. I love it so Lovely. much. <laughs> and then, as they were also doing the press release for that, everybody had to ask, of course, about. Daredevil and Luke Cage. Of course, the two best. Yeah. And <clears throat> who has voice, they are open to scooping them up. Hell yeah. Oh my God. I am going to throw out, I have a soft spot for Jessica Jones. Yeah. Just because oh Kristen Ritter makes my penis hard. So. Mm. True. That woman is so fine. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, she'd, she'd be involved with the Luke Cage show. We have fucking Daredevil, fantastic show. Love yeah. it. Luke Cage, just huge fan of it myself mm. love that show because i was a huge fan of luke cage and uh iron fist you know heroes for hire oh yeah because that was just like a it was a really fun very really comic. fun comic book and then the luke cage show was amazing and i was still never forget you opening me to the idea from like the first season of luke cage whenever like he first busted in that uh 
drug house and he's just beating the fuck out of dudes and mm-hmm. just doing he's his like doors the shield. Yeah, he's yeah. just doing his power man thing. And he's listening to one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite groups ever. Listening to Bring the Ruckus by the motherfucking Wu Tang clan, the Rizza, the Jizza. And I remember I first watched it and I was mad because it was the edited version. I was like, oh, motherfucker, what is this radio edited fucking Wu Tang clan bullshit? And then you, being the smart intellectual man that you are, pointed yeah. out it's because Luke Cage doesn't curse, so he would listen to. Uh, clean edited clean versions. I fucking uh, I have adored that scene ever since. That is now my favorite Luke Cage scene of all time. It makes me so fucking happy. Mm-hmm. You have given me so much happiness just from pointing that out to me. Because yeah. see, I came at it as a Wu Tang fan. That's mm-hmm. what made me angry. Because yeah. I love the Wu Tang Clan. That's my shit. And then when you pointed out, it was like, well, yeah, but he doesn't curse. Yeah, so Luke he, Cage. He, he would listen to the clean version. I was like, motherfucker. That is Sweet so. Christmas. I was like, that is so <laughs> goddamn smart. I hate it. <laughs> it was so smart. I hated it. Because it made me feel dumb. Because <laughs> I was like, how come I didn't pick up on that? Did I get a brain spike through my fucking frontal lobe? And I am I mentally retarded all of a sudden? <laughs> this next one is like the topic of topics for okay. today. Oh, Christ. You're all going to freak out. I don't even oh. know if you've, you've oh, heard God. about this yet. But it is actually officially a thing, and it's coming soon, and we need to get Alex to pre-order it. Because (gasps) Stranger Things Dungeons & Dragons starter set. The game that they play in the first episode is being translated into a campaign for Dungeons & Dragons. Fuck yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Yeah. we need that. Mm -hmm. We should just buy this and give it to Alex and just be like, hey, you're going to DM something for us. Yeah, Yeah. it comes out May 1st. They open pre-orders today. Hey, Alex, happy random day in May. Fucking get to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Includes, ooh, yeah. two Demi Gorgon miniatures. I saw that. You get character sheets, a set of six dice, rule book, and adventure book, and includes two Demi Gorgon miniatures. I mean, technically, all you need is a rule book and the adventure book. Oh, yeah. Did you but, see that, but, by the way? Scroll back up. Did you see what that said? Uh, of the two miniatures, one of them is ready to play fresh out of the box, the other one is unpainted. So. Oh, nice. That's pretty Zach, smart. Zach, you could do that. Yeah. You were uh, actually really, really good at painting. I was very unhappy with the way my like, fuck yeah. That's amazing. The Demogorgon. So which one of us gets oh, to be Will so and leave and never get to fucking play? I love that they kept the like box <clears throat> styled in like the old vintage like, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Like wear and tear on it mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. too. Well, just even the font and everything. That's so we're gonna have to. Since then. We're gonna have to buy like three of these, right? Like one to play <laughs> and then one for my house and one for your house, yeah. just to like have. Start DMing. <laughs> Fuck yeah! That way we don't have to oh. stress Alex out. Special edition of the podcast. Yeah, one shot. Ooh, that would be really. You want to do a special edition like one shot of the like podcast? This, yeah. so we can just play. I like, like this idea. Do a couple episodes. Yeah. We, we can do that. Bad. Yeah. Just well, we'll twenty-five get, bucks. It's not bad. Yeah, we'll have to get a couple more mics, and we can get like you know Alex down here. Yeah. Alex can play one of them. I'll play. Yeah, one maybe one. I'll learn it and DM it. That way, Alex can finally fucking play. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, Emma. Why don't you DM this? We'll get a couple more mics, and we'll like kind of one. Well, not one shot because it'll be a couple episodes. Probably, yeah. But yeah, like we can uh, like like a special edition of the podcast. That would be pretty dope. That'd be fun, yeah. right? You want to do that? Oh, plans are happening. I like that. I'm in. I'm totally into that. Yeah. Yeah, because we're definitely going to buy like three of these because I'm going to keep one and like never open it yeah. just right. to have it because I just love it. That's fucking amazing. I though. know. I couldn't believe I saw that. I was like, oh my God. That is That's the shit. That's fucking dope. Yeah. I love it. So which one of us gets to be Will where you get to play the first uh, bit and then you no never longer, be seen again. And then you never get to talk for nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but your mom is super hot, well, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Wait, can somebody play Barb? So our, la- our last bit of TV streaming news, keeping with Netflix. Uh, just saw this. I didn't really actually read the article yet, but 
I read like a few paragraphs and it sounded intriguing. Ooh, uh, so I like one of those names already. Love, Death, and Robots is Love a show it. coming up soon. I'm in. Uh, you had me at Robots. <laughs> Tim Miller and David Fincher Hell yes. are executive nice. producing. I love David it's Fincher. It's 18 animated shorts and in parentheses, which are definitely not safe for work. Oh, is it hentai? Ooh, That's what I don't know. So it's apparently created by different teams of animation filmmakers from around the world, including <clears> Hungary, <throat> France, Canada, and Korea, among others. Hell yeah. Nice. As you can tell from a first look at the trailer, the shorts span numerous genres, blending science fiction, fantasy, horror, and comedy, as well as utilizing various animation styles from traditional 2D to photoreal 3D CGI, creating what looks like a surreal, scary, and sexy fever dream Ooh. that would make Philip K. Dick wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So when is this coming out? Uh, March 15th. This sounds amazing. Shit. Love, yeah. Death, and Robots. going to be on Netflix? Oh, mm-hmm. I even love oh. the fucking key art on there. A not this safe one? for work animated oh, yeah. anthology. <laughs> they cross out Netflix and put not safe for work. I love that. Heart, X, and then a robot face. <laughs> is it a robot face or is it robot titties? Oh. Or is it both? Good question. Or is it my face <laughs> and some robot titties? It could be. <laughs> Boom. He would do that. <laughs> Fucking right, I would. Does it still make a motorboaty sound if it's robot titties, or is it just kind of mechanical? I'm making the motorboaty sound myself. It's fine. Uh. I'm just checking. <laughs> no, you know what? This is coming out March 15th. I've seen no trailers. Yeah. This gets the A to Z seal of approval already. <laughs> Actually, it had the seal of approval just from the name. Yeah. Love, Love, Death, and Robots. What a great fucking name that is. <laughs> Dig that. And then it's 18 animated shorts from different fucking uh, places around the world with different animations. I love yeah. that idea. That's gorgeous. It's what I always talk about, which is letting filmmakers make fucking films. Yeah. So this gets my seal of approval. Right. And it dips into your love of anthology series also. It so. is true. I love anthology series. And I love giant robots. So. Okay. Because the thing about Gundam. Oh, Gundam Christ. Wing. It's really my first one. It wasn't the first one made, but it was the first one that I got. Okay. <laughs> the thing about Genlock. <laughs> Here's the thing about Alita Battle Angel. So, so, so do you have to say Wing? <clears throat> is, is Gundam different than Gundam Wing? Is yes. That a different series? Yeah, Gundam's got like a Oh, whole there, bunch there's of like six different series. Oh. Iron Blood and Orphans is the newest one. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I watched it on BRB. Okay. Gundam's the shit, dog. Yeah, this episode sure. brought to you by VIV. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Gundam. <laughs> so, this episode is... brought to you by Sam Worthington. His <laughs> his shifts are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at the Chili's on L.A. at Broadway at 96. <laughs> Sam Worthington, brought to you by Chili's. <laughs> He's going to upsell you on that dessert, buddy. Oh, for sure. He'd be like, I was in Avatar. <laughs> If, if I was still in my Avatar body, I would put my ponytail in this death by chocolate. That's how delicious it is. My brother's dead. My legs don't work. But this apple crisp sure is tasty. You should try this lava cake because I fought the lava creatures in Clash of the Titans. Oh my god, he was in that movie too. He's, he's never made a good film, has he? Has Sam Worthington ever been in a good film? Not that I've seen. Not that I've seen either. Fuck him. I didn't know who he was until you all pointed him out and like all these things, and I was like, oh my god. Because he hides so well. It's every nothing actor that's ever existed. It was just one man. It was Sam Worthington the whole time. It was one man. He's 150 years old. Honestly, it's almost impressive that he's been so consistent. Yeah. Consistency. That's that's a trait. That's fair. It's, it is she a trait. She has a point. 
It's hey, not great whenever your consistency is he, is you know, Is he leading the league in home runs? No. But he'll you know, squeeze it through the, the gap every now and then and get a base hit. There's nothing no. wrong with that. No, not at all. Sam Worthington's playing small ball, and that's what matters. <laughs> Sam Worthington has small balls. You heard it here first, kids. Okay. Yeah, love death and robots. A to Z approval, 100%. Right. Well, Z, 100%. I don't know how much you're giving it. Probably 88. Okay, so 188% so like from the A to Z. that's not even an A. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta wait for it. You can't just jump all in. Oh no, I, I learned my lesson from Terminator it. Salvation. We talked about this earlier. Oof, yeah. All right, you've been hurt. It's okay. <laughs> Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Terminator <laughs> Salvation got me. Oh, bless your heart. It's so hard to concentrate with these lights in the background. <laughs> You're a cool dude, but professionally, we're fucking done. <laughs> You're right. Here we go. You just did a visual bit on an audio podcast. I want to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> Should it be known that Andrew just turned off the light? That's Emma's new job. She'll describe all your visual bits for oh, this episode. Because okay. you were shaking your head earlier. <laughs> Nobody else can fucking see that. They get it, though. Aesthetically. You get it. Yeah. It travels through the mic in That's different fair. ways. You know what doesn't travel? Sam Worthington's legs at Avatar. Oh, <laughs> It's not even an insult on him. It's a character, but yeah. it's still pretty harsh. I mean, he right. plays it well. Yeah, no, he was really great at sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, he's the fucking, he's the goddamn Abbott and Costello of being a cripple. He's yeah. the, he, he's the best. So we're gonna transition to some video game topics, <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually even funnier because oh, I specifically pulled out this next topic because of Emma. And now you're actually here oh, on the good. mic with us. Oh, so. And we got her yeah. on Wait, fucking video mic. Game she oh, has a... You're going to lose her, Zach, because oh, Microsoft, mm-hmm. they're putting RPG mechanics into software. <laughs> oh, oh, my shit. God. You get to level up, unlock new things as you go along. Look at the screenshot here. It shows them each level for the different oh, variations. Oh, no. no shit. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. there goes my whole life. You, I mean, I've been, her. like, losing myself into SimCity, which I hate as a game, but I play every day. Mm-hmm. But, oh man, Solitaire is about to take me back. I'm so fucking happy. I'm really happy. I'm not, and it sucks that I'm not being sarcastic, but I fucking love <laughs> Solitaire. I'm that sad old woman who's stuck in a 25 year old weird drunk girl's body. You have a 98 year, you have a Windows 98 <laughs> computer with no internet access, you just play Solitaire all day? Dude, it's so, a prime So what machine. is the best variation of Solitaire? It's spider Solitaire, everybody knows that. Oh, Spider Solitaire is for fucking rookie bitch. Oh. You're a rookie bitch, and I will spider fucking solitaire murder you on camera. Spider Solitaire is the pussy version of Solitaire. I don't wow. play Solitaire. I'm no, too busy playing Destiny. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't fuck with the other sides. I mean, I played Spider Solitaire when I was like five, yeah. Zach. And, uh, <laughs> I was kind of a free cell man back in my day. That's fair. Yeah. I just can't get past that classic solitaire. I even okay. learned to actually play it with cards yeah. when I was on camping trips. Cause that, that, How fucking hard is it me. to learn? You just deal a card to yourself. Look. Three. You have to go three. <laughs> Look, I was six. It was when it was raining. I, I taught myself my to flip a card over to face value so I could read it. Look here, bitch boy. <laughs> I was so alone. Look I learned spider solitaire beta bitch. I, I was so... a real game. <laughs> I was so alone. I learned how playing cards works. <laughs> okay, set, set the choice. <laughs> 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 
now he killed him. He's done. Oh my god, that a sad truth about my life just killed him. His fucking heart can't take it. Oh. He needs more chocolates. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck, man. Let uh, me know, Varble is 100% sober right now, too. True. Yeah. The only one. Oh, I hate my life. I... <laughs> I, I know he just Barbara sounded like the highest tears. guy ever, but he's 100% Wiping tears so. from his eyes. <laughs> She's Got still it. narrating my life. <sighs> stranger than fiction style. Uh, well, you know, somebody's got to do it. It's all right. The demigorgon's going to come here soon and kill us all, so it doesn't matter. <sighs> so, yeah. Microsoft Solitaire RPG. Yeah. Really hope this is a phone app, otherwise I'll never be able to get on my PlayStation again. So. <laughs> no, it's all through uh, Windows 10, dog. Oh, dope, my fucking... Oh, no. Um, we, we had a laptop, that's My cool. really okay. shitty laptop does have Windows 10, which I think is part of why it's so shitty. Mm. Windows 10 is Satan. It's really bad. I, I do know that our shitty laptop won't run Fallout New Vegas, oh. which came out on the Xbox Real 360. Rough. Yeah, that's so. like 2008. Yeah. Still one of my favorite games. Yeah. It was $5 for the collector's edition with all the DLCs. Oh. So I bought it. It won't run. I'm not going to get rid of it. Because I'll just eventually get a better PC and I'll play it on then. So. There you go. All right. All right, babe. You want to tell us more about how you learned how to play Solitaire? Or? Look. I... Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's too early to go too deep on my loneliness as a child. So we'll just leave it at Solitaire was real fun whenever i couldn't sleep in high school because it's you know i just didn't well you see she used to um she used to play D D with her friends but she got kidnapped by a interdimensional demon and while she waited while they were looking for her because her hot mom and the really sexy sheriff were looking for her the whole time they couldn't find her so she just sat around and played uh solitaire while okay. i waited it was the only Close. thing she could find in the upside down yes the fucking missing fucking nine. The fucking, the fucking nine is always a bitch. <laughs> can't find it, can't fucking build from it, can't do anything. It's hiding under that fucking cake. It's I do want to point out, I'm a heterosexual man. The first time that me and Emma watched uh, Stranger Things together, I was the first one to point out how good David Hayter looks. Dave Harbour. Or Dave Harbour looks. Yeah. Harbin, uh, harboring Hayter is the voice of... Solid snake. Yeah, which, I mean, to be fair, that guy looks pretty good, too. So, But yeah, I was the first one to point out how fucking great, great-looking uh, David Harbour is, so. Yeah. True. She was, like, <laughs> getting a beer. It was, like, the first episode. I was like, I was like, did you see the ass on this sheriff? This guy's fucking great-looking. And she walks in, and she's like, oh, he's a snack. That's what's up. <laughs> Some more good news for you now, Zach. David Hayter's coming to your birthday party. <laughs> Bioware is on the record saying they are definitely not done with Mass Effect. Yeah, no, they're going to make a fucking phone app that's going to suck, I'm sure. Probably, but it's very much alive. Bioware man- manager Casey Hudson said, In my mind, it's very much alive. I'm thinking all the time about things that I think will be great. It's just a matter of getting back to it as soon as we can. I just... Here's the thing about Mass Effect. Uh-huh. And I am... A huge Mass Effect fan. The biggest I know. Oh, thanks, man. It doesn't mean that much because of like all of our friends. I'm like the only one who likes Mass Effect. <laughs> I mean, Alex likes Mass Effect too, but even Alex isn't that it isn't as into Mass Effect as I am. Alex okay. is more of a 
Dragon, Dragon Age. Age person. That, man, that makes sense. Where Mass Effect is my shit, because I get to play as Han Solo, basically. It's the fucking tits. Yeah. Mass Effect is a great... Aaron Reich, yeah. I was even like... <laughs> I was even one of the people who didn't fully hate Mass Effect 3. But you know what I did fully hate? Yourself? Ma- well, always. But I also fully hated Mass Effect Andromeda. That game was fucking garbage. Remember when we tried to play through that? Yeah. Yeah, we both stopped. How long did that last? Uh, I made it two and a half hours in. I stayed with it for about a week. Oh, okay. I was playing it for, I mean, you can ask Emma, she'll back me up on this. Yeah. I stayed with it for a bit. (laughs) But then it just, it eventually hits a point where like the writing just stops in that game. In Mass Effect and Andromeda, and that's what I always liked about the Mass Effect game, because like Mass Effect One was really well written. Mm-hmm. It was a cool story. Like you got interested in the world, you wanted to learn more about it. And Mass Effect Two is probably my favorite one. Okay, I love Mass Effect Two. Mass Effect Three is good. It's not great, but it's good. But just the writing in Mass Effect Andromeda. They tried really hard with the opening sequence, and then for that middle bit, they kind of just went to lunch and said, fuck it, they'll just kind of do whatever they want. And it definitely shows, because, like, the dialogue stops being, like, entertaining, and, like, they got rid of, like, there's not even, like, a fun personality to your, to, like, your Pathfinder that you make, your Alex Ryder, or, like, or whatever the fucking female... Is it still Alex Ryder, regardless? I forget. Mine's always called Zachary Ryder, so. Just like your Commander Shepard. That's really funny, because Zach Ryder is a WWE wrestler. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Does he try to romance aliens from the Andromeda Galaxy? Because that's what my Zack Ryder does. Uh, not yet. No. Tries to get that dick of that alien V. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. <laughs> I do, though. <laughs> Liara, I, mean, I was all, all about oh, Liara. She was good. She yeah. wasn't my favorite, but she yeah. was good. Liara's like top five. Tally is number one. It's the next topic, though. Tally is number one waifu. No, we're not done here yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> we need to talk about how great Tally is as the waifu. She's got the greatest hips in the galaxy. Yeah. Uses a shotgun better than anybody else. Okay, I never used shotguns. Has a super sexy accent. Is mm. probably one of the smartest. She sounds like a robot. No, she doesn't. She sounds like a Russian with she, a, like a, you know, a robot echo. vocalizer. Yeah. Yeah, she's like super hot. Women. What the fuck? And then she is one of the greatest engineers on the planet and leads her entire race to change and accept the universe and make peace. She's the best. If you play it that way. And she also, because of how the Quarians work, because, you know, they're in their, like, Evo suits at all mm-hmm. times. Yeah, I'm so pretty like, sure I wiped out that race. Renegade for life. That makes me so sad. I go Renegade during one of the Quarian missions in Mass Effect 3 because one of the other Quarian captains like fires on your ship and you don't put my fire team in danger. I'm Commander Shepard. That ain't gonna happen. So you punch him right in the fucking gut. Teach him a goddamn lesson. Well, but were, yeah, you, no. were you Zach Shepard? Yes. I mean, actually, it was Zachary Shepard because oh. it's more uh, formal that way. Oh. Commander Zachary Shepard. That's true, yeah. You wouldn't have got a promotion if you were just Zach. That's a good point. Commander Zachary Shepard. He was Earthborn. He was a Vanguard character. A lot of shotguns, a lot of biotics. Uh, Romanced Tally, because she was the best. And then 
went for the uh, uh, the collusion ending, where collusion, <laughs> where AI and organic life comes together. Went for that ending instead. That way we can all ascend to a higher uh, plane of existence. I see. No, Tally does the most romantic thing ever in Mass Effect 2 if you romance her in Mass Effect 2. Because with the way the Quarians work, because they're in Evo suits, and they're, like, antibodies can't fight infections. They're always sterile. Because mm-hmm. they're weak, pathetic. Because they're in Evo suits. And here's the thing, though. She takes a bunch of, like, boosters and stuff to make sure she can sleep with you. And so she tells you that uh, she gets, a, like, the sniffles from the first time you guys bang, but she's like, it'll be better next time. And that's, like, the most uh, intimate thing Aquarians can do is that they connect their suits to each other so they are no longer, uh, like, they're basically, what's the word I'm looking for? They're no longer allergic to each other. So she changes her antibodies to make sure that she can accept your, like, your... Dick. A- and, yeah, basically, yeah. So she can accept your dick because she loves you that much, that much that she'll change her fucking antibodies and like get the cold just to be with you because she is the best. So you get the fuck out of here with your tally hatred. I don't care. I'll burn this whole goddamn house to the ground. Wait, so she's the best for fucking you even though she'd get a cold? No, she's the best for fucking you for a lot of reasons, but it's very romantic in the fact that she's willing to risk getting, like, sick and possibly dying because she loves you that much. His sense of romance is a little off. (laughs) And, uh, since it is Valentine's Day, I wanted to end on a nice, lovely, romantic topic. Good thing, yeah. They're gonna be bringing, uh, the enhanced version of Catherine. Catherine Full Body coming in September here to the West. It came out today over in Japan. Okay. Did you ever play Catherine? Uh, I never beat it. I did play it a little bit. Yeah. I know it's supposed to be, like, amazing. It was really fun. Yeah. It's really actually pretty difficult. It was one of the few puzzle games I really had to sit and think about towards the end of it. But it's really fun. Isn't the whole thing, like, his dreams of, like sexual impotency and stuff like that yeah. like it's just like his girlfriend's vagina like kills him or something in the end or something like that like more or less yeah yeah. Oh, well, yeah depending on the endings yeah <laughs> fair this game has like 12 different endings but yeah it's really cool do you know anything about it uh <clears throat> no I saw it on a bookshelf of like one of my ex's friends house okay. for like a million times I looked up a little bit on it yeah. and it seemed dope but it's not one of the ones that I pleasantly yeah. got to watch from afar so it's all like anime style you're dating a girl named Catherine with a C, and then you're like hanging out with your friends at a bar. You get drunk, all your friends leave, and you're still sitting there drinking. And then this girl walks up, introduces herself as Catherine with a K, mm-hmm. and she dresses like all skimpy and she's like a seductress kind of thing. Plus, Kathy's with a K, <clears throat> yeah. Always like that, yeah. <laughs> so then it becomes like a moral dilemma whether you flirt with Catherine with a K or if you stay true to your girlfriend, Catherine with a C. This just makes me think of An Abundance of Catherines, mm-hmm. which is a John Green young yeah. novel. And now this new <laughs> version is going to have Catherine with a Q. All right. Or Rin angles. for short. All right. Let's <laughs> spell Catherine with a Q. <laughs> Fuckers. But then every night he has nightmares, and in his nightmare it's a giant block puzzle where you can pull blocks and move them aside, and you're trying to get to the top of a tower. Nice. And the higher you climb, the lower levels start falling apart. And if you don't climb fast enough, it just falls apart and you die in your dream and you die in real life then. <laughs> Tight. Yeah. If you die in the dream, you die in real life. Hmm. Sounds familiar. 
Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get this like somewhat cheaply digitally on the PS4, so yeah. Anna can watch me play it. I guess she would. I think she would enjoy watching me play it. She wouldn't be able to play it because there's too much of a time crunch. Yeah, <laughs> and her video games sadly. Yeah, her anxiety will kick in and she'll freak out. But I think Look. she'd like to watch it. <laughs> I'm really good at playing Flower. Okay. <laughs> that is her only game that she plays. Oh, that little random screen grab just makes me think of fucking. Future Diary, which is amazing. Anime. Oh yeah, that one chick is super hot. In oh that, god, fucking I show. love her. She's great. All right, I think Should that was. That's this for topics. I, I think we got some questions. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with some questions. How's that sound? That sounds fine. Any questions? Okay, real quickly, we're gonna go uh, drown Emma, and then we'll come back with Whoa! some questions. Okay. All right, now it is. Uh, finally time to get to the portion that we seem to miss like every other episode because we're terrible at podcasting i think it's time for some uh questions from who? Uh, we're gonna get questions from our listeners i'm not gonna oh. say fans because i don't know if they like us or not so that's i'm gonna say listeners that's fair <laughs> and because it's valentine's day uh-huh. we're gonna have the lovely emma oh read us our questions i thought you said you're gonna say we're gonna listen to them naked I mean, I can take my pants off if you want. I don't care. We can do that. I'm not opposed to it. Would this mic pick up my zipper? Mr. America's Sweetheart. I hope. I really hope so. Oh, Jesus Is that your dick flying <laughs> out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Let me just put. <laughs> let me put my dick on this table. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. That's what she likes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will present y'all's questions. This one has not been sent and is purely out of just right now. Um, Andrew, I would like to ask you, why the fuck do you have an axe right next to your uh, desk? Because you never know who's going to be sneaking up next to you. That's fair. Mm-hmm. There is an axe mm-hmm. next to this fucking desk. Yeah, it's why been we... used in several Halloween costumes throughout the year. You should recognize that axe. All right, yeah, but it really threw me off because I sat down next to you. Mm-hmm. And I was just chilling, and then I like looked over to try to grab my mm-hmm. beer, and I was like, "There's a there's a weapon." Mm-hmm. You got to keep you in line while <laughs> you're over right, here. Fair enough. Why'd the, you get me close? Zach to warned it, me. The real question is, why would there not be an axe next to him while he's podcasting? That's a good point. All right, all right. So now to the actual questions. Uh, let's go with, uh, Brent Smith at Brent Smith 411. Good old Brent Smith. He's uh, always good for some questions. It, yeah. His question good old is, BS. <laughs> uh, lots of BS. Uh, his question is, if I lost a leg, would you still love me? Zach, you care to answer? Uh, we'll see. I'm more of a blood, so no grips. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course we'd still love you, Brent. We've never seen your body. Like, why would I care if you have a leg or not? Just keep giving me five-star reviews and tell me how funny I am. You could be nothing but a floating head, but if you're going to tell me I'm funny the whole time, I don't care. See, I don't know. I, I would no, was just love him, like, in general. It's just, it just said, would you still love me? Yeah, it would be less, but I would still love him. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, there'd be less of him, so well, it would make sense. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't look down on me then for loving him less? No, of course not. Okay. Shout out to Anthony, which I just noticed this. His his uh, handle is Two Legs Tony, <laughs> who just responded to Brent and said, "Nope." <laughs> Big fan of that response. That was great. Jesus, our listeners are funnier than us. That's uh, a bummer. <laughs> I don't know that that was <clears throat> as like 
it was realized that that was that funny, but I just saw his it's pretty Twitter handle and about died. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so I guess I'll throw mine in in the middle of it from la- uh, earlier that we didn't actually get to last time. Which my question is just, if you could choose any fictional world in movies, books, anything like that, that your D&D campaign was set in, your players are in this world, which world would you choose? Hmm. And it doesn't have to be, like, your current characters, but, like, what would you love to play D&D in? I mean, I want to immediately say the world of the Dark Tower. I was going to say Midworld was going to be yeah. the answer, probably. <laughs> Midworld would definitely get thrown out there, for sure. That's kind of cheating, though. I mean, it's the nexus of all worlds. So. Yeah, that is true. I mean, that's how it works. You can really go anywhere from that. But uh, let's see. What else could be fun as a D&D uh, storyline? Um, pretty much, like, half of the animes I watch would make pretty good D&D storyline. Like, a, a, an Attack on Titan uh, D&D campaign. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Ooh, you know what would be kind of fun? I know the movie flopped, but... A D and D campaign from the world and storyline of Constantine. Okay, that would, that would be, be kind of neat. Yeah, where you can be. have like different like clerics and shit like that, and you're yeah. like getting rid of demons and stuff. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, you get into like the voodoo aspects of it and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Papa Midnight. What about you? I really, I'm thinking I'm leaning towards uh, Conan the Barbarian. Mm. I really think, you know, they've, throughout the books and comics, if you dig into that series, too, oh, yeah. like, that world gets really fleshed out and stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I think it would fit, obviously, the characters really well, too. It would just be hard to play any uh, class but Barbarian <laughs> during that storyline. Yes. Because all I would want to do is be like, Grom, I've never prayed to you. I'd have to talk for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Conan would be a really good uh, storyline for mm-hmm. it. I think it would yeah. be fun. Fighting all the snake people. Fuck yeah, the snake cult that uh, fucking Darth Vader's running. (laughs) (laughs) James Earl Jones is the main bad guy in the... Was it the first Conan movie with the snake cult? I'm not sure. I think I saw them out of order. Was it Conan too? Yeah, Yeah. I don't remember, because they kind of bleed together, because I've seen them all so many times. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that would be a good one. I like that one. Do you have an answer for your own question? Um... I mean, I guess... Stardust? No, no. Breakfast no. at Tiffany's? Starbu- Dude. <laughs> girl interrupted. Yeah, gir- girl interrupted. Okay. Right, look, <laughs> We're all in an insane inside him. No, I'm I'm Which eating disorder do you want? Go ahead and roll your D6. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's bulimia. There goes my teeth. Um, but I'm so hot. Uh, I guess if I had to choose, like one of them it would probably be the stormlight archives stuff because it's great and i'm obsessed with it um and i think that a lot of things would fit into it because it's so like magical and weird anyway Hmm. Uh, neither of you have read the books but no no oh although that does remind me another one that i could use for an answer okay the fucking witcher universe you think so fuck yeah that'd make a great tabletop especially like blood hunter stuff is it Blood Hunters? Yeah, that's essentially yeah. what the Blood Hunters are. Exactly. Almost, is yeah. what the Witchers are. I tried to make a Witcher character, but it was a terrible made uh, homebrew, and it just yeah. did not work with well, what we were doing. So, <laughs> Also, I got super drunk. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said terribly played. Terribly made. Okay. 
No, oh. it, it, it really was. That's fair, but it really was terribly made. Because it was like the character. Like, oh, it was over, like, it was super OP'd. Yeah, the, the homebrew was super OP'd, and so I was trying to not use any of that bit. But then I wanted to have a little bit of the, like, Witcher universe in it. And so, like, half the time I was just yelling at Alex about, like, what I should be able to do. Yeah, it just didn't fit with the campaign at all. I've read the books. You don't know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) I can see in the dark. My reflexes are super fast. All right, so uh, the last question we have. Ever? No. God, no. I hope not, because I chill out on fucking Twitter to try to get questions. That is true. God bless it. And uh, the last one we got is a very fairly old one that just didn't make it because I forgot about it and Zach forgot about it and well that leads to not getting answered mm-hmm. so uh, so let it be known that I did not forget about it no because no. I love you you, you don't use the fucking Twitter because you were unaware that it existed <laughs> yes. so. until today I was not even a voice in this podcast well you but, were. well yeah I coughed a couple times yeah, yeah. Uh, good point point. and when you walk down the stairs it freaks me out right yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense that happens yeah uh, so this is uh, the man fondly referred to both of you as uh, S-Bob. Yes, babe. Uh, I, I don't I, know about fond. I want to say... Sabob. I want it to be Bob Broski, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Bob Browski because it's got W in it. Yeah. Um, at USA Kids 6977. 69. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, he for one thing, he was super positive in his DM. And said he loved the show, which, oh. thank you for that. I'm sure the boys obviously appreciate that. I don't know. I, I, I prefer negativity myself. Right. But... Well, y'all are assholes. Anyway. <laughs> and he's all so, secretive uh... sliding into those DMs. If you, if you really love us, you would show the world. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you hiding? What <laughs> Cover podcast your timeline you in regret. <laughs> uh, anyway, he would like to know your guys' thoughts on Top Gun 2. And then there is also a follow-up question after that. But I'll leave you guys at Top Gun 2 thoughts. What do you think? I mean, if they were going to do it, they should have done it 30 years ago. That's our standard answer for a lot of these sequels and reboots. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I still think it can be done. And I mean, and this is coming from a guy who I am a huge Top Gun fan. That is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I did not expect that. fucking love Top Gun. I feel like, especially with how big the... Uh, the Apollo Creed or the Creed movies have been. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can make a Top Gun too. Okay. And have like fucking Maverick be like a teacher at yeah. Top Gun. That, that's then, the plan, I believe. Yeah. And then have fucking Goose's son. Like he's he's grown up now, and now mm-hmm. he's a fucking pilot. And Maverick's teaching him to make sure he's okay. Keep Iceman out of it because I'm fucking. I hate that ending. I don't like the fact that him and Iceman are friends at the end of that. I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of that mm-hmm. because him and Goose were best buds. Goose was the man. He had a sweet mustache. Mm-hmm. And he fucking played piano, and he sang, and he always backed up his buddy Maverick. Mm-hmm. He was always there. Right. We've discussed before, I'm like, you're a goose here, and as soon as I die, you're going to replace me yeah, with somebody I, else. You're <laughs> not going to stop podcasting. I'm going to replace you with Val Kilmer. Oh, I mean, so we'll, we'll we'll talk about Batman for the first 20 episodes. So yeah. That'll be fun. Okay. Is that any different than the uh, podcast now? Yes, because after 20 episodes, <laughs> we'll start talking about Tombstone. Ah. <laughs> or uh oh fuck what was the movie he was in with uh robert Downey jr and kick kiss bang bang yeah kiss kiss bang bang which has one of my favorite insults of all time in movie history where he's like look up the definition of the word idiot you know what you'll find he's like me he's like no the, the definition of the word idiot which you fucking are 
<sighs> but yeah, I mean, Top Gun 2, I'm very torn on it because Top Gun's one of my favorite movies of all time. I could watch that movie every day and never get tired of it. I think it's one of the greatest 80s movies ever. Fantastic uh, soundtrack. Great action sequences. It's Tom Cruise at his best, and I'm a big Tom Cruise fan, as we all know. Yeah, it's his yeah. sixth best. All five Mission Impossible movies are above that. All of them? Yep. Even the really shitty ones? Yeah, even two. I'm no, going to stop both of your arguments right now because there is the follow-up to Espo's question, which is... From who? Espo. Oh. He followed <laughs> his own question? Yeah, he followed up his own yeah. question. He's got two questions. It He's was coming a, in clutch, dude. It was a two-parter. Yeah, yeah two-parter. I, I alluded to that. Okay. But to stop you guys from arguing about something that you're going to argue about in a second anyway... How do you know we were arguing? Well, I'm here. Uh, he is also curious to know what your top five or top ten Tom Cruise movies would be. So well, top five is the five Mission Impossible movies right no, there. you're Boom. wrong there, Bubba. You're wrong. Well, either way, you bring up that IMDb <clears throat> and debate. Let's go. I mean, I don't... It's a beautiful picture. He's a fucking beautiful man. Tom Cruise is the shit. I love Tom Cruise. He is... I mean, he, he had like a six or seven year period there where his movies sucked. But other, but other than that, he's always made good movies. Fucking Tom Cruise rules. Like, go all the way down to the bottom. Okay. There Endless Love. Endless Love. Good movie. It's Taps. in your top ten? <laughs> Not in my top ten, but still a, a good flick. Okay. Taps, same thing. Never heard of it. Still a decent flick. The okay. Outsiders. Never heard of it. That, you've heard of The you've Outsiders. You've heard of The Outsiders. You, the were in, you were in fucking middle school. Like Pony Boy and fucking Soda Pop and all that shit. The fuck are you talking about? Are you wait, kidding do you, me? Okay. Do you, you seriously not know what the... fucking around? What? No. Okay, wait. The book, The Outsiders. You probably read in middle school. That's not that wasn't required. In middle school, middle I read school The Bridge reading. Over Terabithia or whatever the fuck that's called. Bridge and we over read. Uh, <laughs> uh, Damn, the fifties were weird. A separate piece. Anyway. Yeah, The Outsiders. Okay, it's like right. one I'm of the most well-known American the novels. Outsiders. Oh. Um. Because it's literally like classic American literature. Okay. It's from 1983. Um. No, the book is not from 83. The movie is from 83. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm deeply disturbed by the They're fact also... that you have not read The Outsiders. This is fucking my whole brain up. By the way, if you want to blow your mind out, hit the Outsiders page and okay. look at the cast on that. There is a shit ton of like They're famous amazing. actors in that movie. This is Francis Ford Coppola. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, this is a fantastic movie. It's a, it's a good book too. Right. But look at the cast on this motherfucker. See Thomas Howell, Matt Dillon, Ralph Macchio, Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez. Wow. Okay. Estevez, come on, you know his name. <laughs> nope, Estevez. <laughs> Tom Cruise, uh-huh. Diane Lane, okay. Leaf Garrett. I mean, there's a, that's a fucking huge cast. Have Will you, Smith? No, William Smith. William Smith. There's a difference. Well, yeah, back He's then white. he went full name. Are you seriously, like, you seriously don't know The Outsiders? Yeah, I honestly, oh, my I've, God. Okay. It's like well, an, you're getting a book for next week. A rivalry between two gangs, the poor greasers and the rich socks. It's the greasers and the socias. Oh, yeah. socias. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because they're social. They're like uh, the, like, uh, preppies. Heats up when one gang member kills a member of the other. Mm-hmm. This is like classic American literature. So Tom literature. Cruise dies in this? I not believe that Tom, you not... I, No, Tom Cruise isn't dying in this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which one do they kill? Don't worry about it. You're I want to know. You're spoil the book. You have got to... I'm borderline livid at the fact yeah, that look, you did not look, read the other There was Soda Pop. Look, Soda I'm Pop Curtis. I'm mostly angry at your uh, teachers Tony for Boy. not having that as a thing. Did you live back whenever that was like a banned book or something like that? Maybe. <laughs> No, this is like a classic American novel. Have you really never read this? No. That is fucking insane. I've never heard of this. It's so shocking. 
It's a okay, really good book. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I have it on my bookshelf. I'll bring it over next week. Yeah, Jesus. it's like the 1950s. Jesus, man. It's a great movie. It's a great book, too. Okay. Hmm. No, I, th- I think you would like it. But yeah, it's, right, a, it's anyway. like a, a classic American novel. I am okay. shocked that you don't know this one. So is this top ten for Cruise? Yes. Is it? I yeah. would put that in top ten. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I would. I would, personally. But I also have not seen Let's it. See, ri- Risky Business has got to be You skipped there. losing it. Losing it's meh. Let's either. be honest with you. It's <laughs> it's it's meh. Okay. Risky business though. That's a great movie. That's what a, that was like what kind of shot Tom Cruise into the spotlight. Yeah. You had to like risky business though, right? I mean it's okay. It's a fucking it's it's a classic pop culture reference at this point. You come out in your underwear, sliding in your socks to Bob Seeker's mm-hmm. fucking music, that's that's risky business. That's the shit. It's iconic doesn't mean it's great. So. I disagree. I think it's a good movie. <laughs> okay. You can go fuck yourself. Alright. All the right moves did kind of suck. I okay. will admit that. Don't know that one. Legend was a terrifically bad good movie. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. That's the same one that uh, Tim Curry's in that, and he's in insane like fucking makeup. It's hilarious. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Top Gun, nineteen eighty six, one of the greatest movies ever made. It's not bad. Fucking, oh God, he's gonna kill you! I'm gonna come across this oh, goddamn no. table. Oh, right. That's fine. It's, it's rewatchable. I've seen it twice. How so. dare you? I've seen it twice today. <laughs> See, The Color of Money, which was that's not a bad movie. Yeah, it's a got, pretty good flick. Got Paul Newman as Oscar. So, Cocktail's a fun movie, though. That's a good movie. Okay. Rain Man. All right, now sit here and talk shit on Rain Man because me and you both know that's a great flick. It's it's pretty derivative. Derivative. Yeah. It's kind of basic. What are you? Fu- what is this fucking words here that are coming out of your mouth? Are you kidding me? What are you fucking uh, I mean, Siskel and Ebert all of a sudden? What anybody anybody could have done that. I'm gonna fucking slap you one. I swear to Christ. Born on the Fourth of July. You gotta love that movie. I've never seen that. What movie. the fuck? That movie's amazing. Born on the Fourth of July is the shit. Yeah. So, actually, yeah, looking through this list, I don't even know if I've seen 10 Tom Cruise movies. Motherfucker, I've seen all Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise. That's my shit. becoming very obvious, yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking great actor. Okay. I even had his back when he was doing that crazy Scientology shit, jumping up and down on Oprah's uh, couch. Yeah. Days of Thunder, that's a great movie. Haven't seen it. He's a NASCAR driver. He's fucking Uh, awesome in that. I like his name. That's Rubbin' His Racing. That's where that came from. Cold Trickle. Cold Trickle. Far and away, I don't know. sounds like a... uh, a gay uh, porn name. <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, True Detective. True Detective. Yeah. Rust Cole. <laughs> That'd be a good, like, before and after. Rust Cole trickle. This uh, town. Yeah, it's like a fortune. This town's like a dead man's dream. <laughs> uh, let's see. A Few Good Men. you got to like that movie. I haven't seen that. Are you fucking shitting me in the asshole? <laughs> what the fuck? Andrew, stop shitting yeah. in his asshole. <laughs> it's so fun, though. A Few Good Men, that's the fucking, you can't handle the truth. That's that movie. It is, yeah. That's, that is a fucking great piece of I art. have I've seen that scene. They were, like, the acting in that movie is fucking amazing. You need me on that wall. I, I you need me, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Mm-hmm. Did you order the Code Red? How have you not seen that? That movie's fucking awesome. God damn it. We actually lost one night of trivia because of that. That's what you get for not watching fucking Tom Cruise's biography. You yeah. Fuck you. The firm is... I can't kinda... remember what the question was now. Let's see if I can remember. It was... Uh... Yeah, so what movie was Kiefer Sutherland, Kevin Bacon, and Demi Moore in together? 
and I had no idea. Yeah, a few good men. Yeah. Easily. The fuck's wrong with you? Are we going through every single Let's see. Yeah. The Firm was... Haven't seen it. The Firm was okay. Interview with the Vampire. That's a good movie. Okay. You had to have seen that. I have. It's got Brad Pitt in it, even. It does. Mission Impossible. Everybody likes that movie. Jerry Maguire. Have not seen it. Motherfucker. Show me the money. You had me at hello. That was <laughs> from that exact same movie. Okay. Eyes Wide Shut sucks. Okay. I've Whoa, always talked you're about, a Kubrick fan, too. Yes, I've always talked about how much I hate that movie. Wow. I did not expect that reaction. That movie is the reason I have my whole theory on why uh, like Michael Bay's... That's <laughs> really bad. Yeah. So far, I have, yeah, seen... I've seen The Outsiders. Yeah, so far, I've seen... Technically, I have I've seen, seen three. Top Gun, but it was when I was, like, you know, a kid. I've seen, like, all but three in this Oof, motherfucker. Yeah, that's not yeah, great. I've seen Top Gun... Oh, no, Rain Man, so four. I have seen Top, Top Gun, Gun, Rain Man, a Interview with a Vampire Mission Impossible. Hot and water that's baby. it so far. Or, no, Top Gun and Outsiders. But, no, Eyes Wide Shut is my whole... Uh, that's how I built my theory on why Michael Bay's last film before he dies is going to be uh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Because he's the anti-Kubrick. Yeah, because all Kubrick did was make like beautiful, artistic, perfectly made films. And then Eyes Wide Shut is essentially a softcore pornography movie that sucks. And then yeah. he died like six months later. So all Michael Bay's ever done is made softcore pornography his whole career. So his last movie is going to be amazing and then he'll kill himself. Okay. I've heard that's good. Oh, yeah. is that Steel Magnolia or just Magnolia? No, just Magnolia. Like Paul I, Thomas Anderson. I've only seen that once, but I remember liking it. Mission Impossible 2. I actually Weakest like of the series, but yeah, not bad. Mission Impossible 2 is another one. Mission Impossible 3 is the weakest of the series. No, no, no. Yes. No. <laughs> PSH, buddy. He steals it. Vanilla Sky sucks. Okay. Minority Report. One of the few ones I've good. seen. My Minority Report could have been good. Really? I watched it with Daniel. It was a cool <laughs> idea with the whole, like, precogs and, like, the pre-crime shit. Like, it was a cool idea, but it was, like, during that sort of bit of movie making where the Matrix was super huge, and so everything had to be, like, <laughs> CGI sci-fi made. Okay. So it kind of got lost, but it could have been a good idea. Okay. But he is not the reason that movie sucks. Right. Tom Cruise is amazing. No, I have seen this movie, although it really just features a cameo. Austin Power Goldmember? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's uh, Austin in the like opening bit. Yeah, for like two seconds. The Last Samurai, so. Mm, I can just guess that that's horrible. It's it's not horrible. Okay, wait. Did Tom Cruise play an Asian man in it? No. Mm-mm. Okay, thank God. No. That was what I was mostly concerned about. <laughs> Tom Cruise like, plays... Oh, God, this is another fucking Scarlet issue. Tom Cruise plays a uh, like a frontier colonel from the United States who goes to Japan to teach them how to fight yeah, and like so. with it's guns, like... but then it gets taken over by like samurais and then learns to be a samurai instead. It's empty. The movie is very well shot. Sounds empty. It is just aesthetically, <laughs> it's a gorgeous film. Yeah. So it's empty. Yes, it is one hundred percent empty. Called it. It's as empty as a beer bottle with a hole in the bottom. No, this next one I do love. Collateral's amazing. That's that is a great a, film. That is a great film. Collateral's the shit. Yeah. That was where Jamie Foxx finally started getting work was mm-hmm. after this movie because he's fucking getting that movie too. Yep. War of the World sucked. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible 3 is the Good. worst Mission Impossible movie. Nope. That's yes. Two. Yes. Lions for Lambs. I don't remember that one. To be honest. Him and Meryl Streep. I haven't seen that one. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that like a 
Some kind of political Tom. thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Tropic Thunder. That was good shit. Uh, that was a Thunder great was movie. He's hilarious in that. He's wearing a fat yeah. suit the whole time and he's like mm-hmm. dancing hairy and shit. Hands. He's amazing. Those hairy hands. Valkyrie was a good movie. Okay. Did you not watch that? Mm-hmm. With the whole like uh, failed attempt on Hitler. assassinating Hitler and yeah. shit like that, it was a really good movie. I remember I, the trailers, but I, I missed that. Yeah. It was good. Night and Day had Cameron Diaz in it, so I didn't watch it. Okay. Yeah, she's not good. Ghost Protocol was meh. That's pretty good. That's the the one where he's climbing the side of the tower in Dubai. Yeah, I mean it. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> I liked Rogue. That's Nation. where you first get Simon Pegg too. Yeah, that is true. He was really good at that. I liked Rogue Nation better. Uh, Rock of Ages, Emma likes. I think it's a very good movie. Okay. It's it's very very funny. It's just a it musical, is, right? Yeah. Well, it's like a mu- movie music. It is a musical, but then he's obviously in the movie musical. Okay. And I I thought it was really really funny. Okay. Really fun, but I'm sure people who are like, Meh, leave the songs to the experts, whatever, <clears> they would hate it. I thought it was funny. Okay. Then we yeah, got Jack Reacher. Which we've talked about before. Yeah. Where it's basically him, like his version of Taken, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know, he doesn't physically match the character of Jack Reacher because in the books, Reacher's like six five and two twenty or something like <laughs> that, or two thirty, which is like the opposite of what Tom Cruise like is. Yeah. Two like Tom completely. Cruises. Yeah. <laughs> However, I like it because uh, I liked the movie because it was like a it, it was a well done action flick. And also, apparently, Tom Cruise is a huge fan of the Jack Reacher books as well. So, like, he kind of, like, produced that movie just to play that part because he wanted to do it. So, I kind of like that. Because, as I've said before on this podcast, I like it when actors play roles that they like. So, because it's way better than having uh, fucking Walking Phoenix be like, I don't care what you think about my roles. I thought we were going back to Sam Worthington. Because I don't know how fucking movies work and... I'm unaware that if you don't buy tickets to see this movie, it won't make money, and then I look like a dick. <laughs> Fucking douche. Edge of Tomorrow. I that actually saw that one. Movie was, it was fun, but also sucked. Does that make sense? Kind that of? movie is the second most forgettable movie I have ever watched in my life. First That's fair. Was, uh, Contagion, most forgettable movie. Oh my god, that Edge was of Tomorrow, a bad movie. Second most forgettable movie in the world. I saw it, and a week later, I was like. Was Sam Worthington in Contagion? Because I don't remember it at all. It may as well have been. I'm pretty sure Peter Capaldi was in Contagion. And that was like why I wanted to see it. I like Peter Capaldi. He's yeah, well, the, the fucking movie is the <clears> worst <throat> movie I think I've ever... Well, outside of Unfriended and... Uh, oh, God, what was that other shit show we watched? It was similar to Unfriended. Either way, really fucking bad. Like, Contagion should have been okay. Because it's, you know, apocalyptic. Hey, there's like a super virus. Yeah. But afterwards, you just went, why was I supposed to care? And why would I ever watch that again? It was so bad. I don't Either know. Way, Edge of Tomorrow was basically the same thing. It was like, it could have been good, but it was 100% empty and really, really forgettable. Contagion just felt like a ripoff of 28 Days Later to me. You know what I mean? Like, they were just like... Kind of, except with less excitement. <laughs> it's like the less much, exciting yeah. version. Which, and I, I already hate fast zombies. I'm not a fan of fast zombies. That is not my shit. Well, 28 days later, they're not zombies. No, they're They're infected. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyway, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, so we're on Rogue Nation, which is a fucking fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, fantastically done uh, action flick. Love that movie. 
And then we got Never Go Back, another Jack Reacher film. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I liked it, actually. It was pretty right. good. Okay. But then again, I'm a little biased because I like the Jack Reacher books. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like Jack Reacher books... Or like was The novel, Outsiders a Jack Reacher book? No. No, oh The Outsiders God, is like a classic, classic American, American novel. Literature. The oh, fact no. that you haven't read that blows my fucking mind. Oh, it uh, the Mummy, I haven't seen this yet, but I have heard it was pretty good. Really? Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I've... I don't trust anything since that CGI rock. I don't trust a damn thing. Oh, The Scorpion King? Oh, such... Oh, it's just so That was Return of the Mummy. Yeah. Yeah, I still can't... I cannot trust anything after that because that was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. American Made, that is a, supposed to be a fucking fantastic flick, by yeah. the way. I have not had a chance to watch that yet, but I've heard, heard it's basically really like Narcos. Like, like if you want a new story, you just watch Narcos on Netflix, and it's yeah. better. Okay, are you just gonna sit here and just shit on Tom <laughs> Tom Cruise the whole fucking time? I mean, if, so Ethan you, Hunt is awesome. So you take Narcos, which is a uh, like one of the top ten best written shows ever, and you're like, yeah, I mean, for two hours it was pretty good. It was like kind of that light. So it's like, oh, so it's a well written movie. Is is that what you're saying? So Maybe. it sounds pretty fucking good then. I don't know. Haven't you seen it. Fucking little angry bitch. Why do you hate Tom Cruise so much? I don't. I love Ethan Hunt. You're a, you're a little cunt. You know that. You, I, I will slap you in the teeth. <laughs> you can't reach that high. That's true. And then uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. I you haven't seen this it. yet, but you have. Oh you, yeah, you loved it, you, right? You need to see it, man. It's so good. Oh, I can't fucking wait. I look like you know there was that bit in like from like 2005 to about 2013. Where Tom Cruise movies kind of sucked and he was doing crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But I've always had Tom Cruise's back. I'm a big fan of Tom Cruise. I yeah. think he's a great actor. I think he's made great movies. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he needs to get out of Scientology, which he's slowly working towards. He's yeah. slowly getting out of Scientology because uh, Katie Holmes won't let him see his kids unless he gets out of Scientology. So he's working towards that. Okay. I mean, his whole crazy thing, jumping on Oprah's couch and like uh, whatever the fuck he was doing there. That was insane. I'll agree. And then uh, Vanilla Sky was a terrible movie, but he's getting there. Yeah. There's good shit there. He's he's I, gonna get there. One thing I don't like is that it's called Top Gun colon Maverick. Yeah, I don't like that either. That that no. Because Maverick shouldn't be the key character in a Top Gun two. Because to, like if you make a sequel to Top Gun, it should be a like kind of like a passing of the torch. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's that makes me a little sad. Yeah. But, you know, I'll hold on. We'll okay. see what happens. And then we've got uh, two more Mission Impossible movies an- yeah. uh, announced, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, we mentioned that on the podcast before. Oh, that is right, They're, yeah. they're filming them back-to-back at yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's got, like, three more years in him. Basically. Because he keeps throwing himself into fucking brick walls and strapping himself to planes because he's a crazy son of a bitch, and I love him. And he's been acting since, what, 1981? So yep. That's, he's the best. It's a pretty good career. Tom Cruise is the fucking man. Top Gun, uh, any of the Mission Impossible movies, Cocktail, Risky Business, uh, Collateral. Yeah. And then uh, A Few Good Men. I guess that would be my top five. Okay. Because Jerry Maguire's good, but I wouldn't throw it in the top five. I'd throw it in the top ten, but I wouldn't throw it in the top five. The fact that you've never seen The Outsiders it blows my fucking mind, by the way. The fact that he's never read it blows my fucking mind, and yeah. we're about to get that book. I, I will order that book for you. Yeah, it'll, like, it'll, sure it'll it cost $5. Because you're not, you know, a seventh grader, which is who should read that book. Yeah. 
But it's fucking amazing. It is a huge, huge book. <laughs> There's no way it costs that much. It's like a fucking American classic. You can No, it, it probably costs like seven bucks. Came out in 1967. It's mm-hmm. an American classic fucking novel. It takes place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Look, yep. all right, what the fuck kind of gangs are look, in Tulsa, don't Oklahoma? Ju- the socials and the greasers. That's why. Wikipedia description, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay. It's good. Well, anyway, this has been Tom Cruise dissected. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, it came out in you know 1967. It was a young adult novel. And Marvel was like forty years old at the point, so it, it yeah. probably wouldn't have like really. I, would, sat I wouldn't connect that well. with these teenage yeah. protagonists. Yeah, you're not gonna feel it. Yeah. Pony Boy and Soda Pop. Yeah, you're saying words, not names. Those are their names. No. Yeah. No. Pony, Pony Boy Curtis and Soda Pop Curtis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, what are their real names? That is their names. Mm-hmm. That's the names that their dad no, gave the... them because he likes uh, crazy names. Okay. It's a really good. Uh, novel it's also a really good movie yeah, to be honest sure. with you yeah. and it is very star-studded there's a lot of fucking like sarcasm man. fucking rob lowe's in that movie motherfucker bad. i like that movie in uh, that book mostly book because you know reader the movie's really good it okay. is it's got rob lowe in it fucking rob blue-eyed Lowe. beauty that he be he was like 12 in 1983, probably. Who knows how old he was? Uh, Nobody who, knows how old he is now. He's who knows? fucking Dorian Gray of our era. He's yeah. aging beautifully. Second yeah. to like John Stamos, but that's because he's fucking Greek and that just... No, 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 no. Rob Lowe was aging way better than John Stamos. Well, yeah, because John Stamos is like 90. <laughs> there is... Somewhere there is an oil painting of Rob Lowe that is just falling apart and like full of syphilis and other Eight. shit. But he's fine. Because he is Dorian Gray, 100%. All right. So we're going to go, because we got to make Andrew read The Outsiders. <laughs> I would like to give a quick shout-out to our Valentines this year. It's going to come out a little late for Valentine's Day, technically for anybody listening. But big shout-out to our Valentines, who are Esbab, Rob, TM, Daniel, Ruben, Megan, Brent, Ray, and Richard. Those are all the people that I see and interact a whole bunch, and every time I see them like or respond to stuff, it makes me super happy and it makes the boys super happy. So I just want to give you guys like a solid shout out of like thanks for sticking by us. And sticking by these fucking shit shows that I deal with on like a mostly daily basis. So, thank you. Did you just read off all of our followers on no, Twitter? No, I did not read off all of our followers. <laughs> I read off the followers that interacted with us and are great. Okay. <laughs> I picked my favorites. So, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you guys. Uh, we love you all. Thanks again for joining in on us. This will be, uh, I mean, this will obviously be coming out like four months after Valentine's Day, so don't worry about it. But It'll come out the weekend that Top Gun Maverick <clears throat> premieres. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope so. We'll be fucking recording an episode there, too, live. Me and Tom Cruise talk about how great Top Gun is. <laughs> but as always, guys, thanks again for listening. You are all the best. Uh, you are all our Valentines. We love you very much. We hope you uh, had a lot of fun here. As always, uh, you want to get a hold of us, send us some questions, some comments, anything like that. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at the A2Z Show. That's uh, the number two. 
Also, uh, you can hit either one of us on Twitter with uh, Andrew is at BigGuyACV. And then I am at MelchKnowsBest on Twitter. You can find us both there. Or if you want to be like S-Bob and hide the fact that you listen to this fucking podcast like the little son of a bitch that you are. <laughs> I'm kidding, S-Bob. I'm just fucking with you, Bob. No, he's not kidding. I can or see the rage in his eyes. Valentine. There's a reason that question got ignored for weeks. I'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Uh, but yeah, no, if you, if you want to hide the fact that you listen to us, feel free to just email us at... Uh, a2zshow.ask at gmail.com uh, You can send that in there. First take, I'm impressed. As always, you know, questions, comments, topics, anything you want, or just insults, if you want to just roast either one of us, feel free, that'll also be fucking hilarious. Uh, we adore you guys, you are all the best. Feel free to drop a review, subscribe, do all that kind of fun shit to us. And, um... Keep it going strong. Yeah, I'd, I'd kind of like to hear from the audience to see if anybody out there has heard about this uh, book and movie called The Outsiders, or They're, if it's just a dude, crazy. Dude, you are in the minority. I think it's here. a crazy millennial thing. You oh have, you guys, my no. god! Yeah. Oh, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. No, you uh, ha- you have I think to be. I think it's just been forced on you guys. I'm it's like lay a, down and die. This it's like a twenty twenty first century thing. That is a oh classic god, American novel. Sixty seven. It was a classic American well, yeah, novel. Yeah, and they just now found it, and they're starting to make people. That read book it. is seven years know. younger than my dad. People have been reading that shit for a long time. It's a oh classic god. American novel. The fact that you don't know that makes no sense to me. My okay. heart hurts. So as always, guys, thanks again. Uh, I love you all. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, happy late Valentine's Day because we're recording this on Valentine's Day. So uh, keep it up. We will see you again next episode. And as always, get out there and read The Outsiders. <laughs> yeah. Follow the adventures of Pony Boy. Pony Boy and Soda Pop. No, just Pony Boy. I don't give a fuck about Soda Pop. Pony Boy is the main character, yeah. so that makes sense. Soda Pop, probably stay the one that dies. Pony... Wait, hold on. It's Have Stay Gold, the Pony Boy. Stay Golden Pony Boy? It's Stay Gold, Pony Boy. Uh, oh, it's Stay Whatever. They have bad grammar. Probably. But... Oh, God, no. Because he uses peroxide to dye his hair. Because he was like he has like black hair because he's a greaser. Okay. And then he uses peroxide to dye his hair blonde, and then uh-huh. it's like stay gold, pony boy, stay gold. Okay. It's really uh, touching. Is it? Yeah. No. Sounds like they're making fun of him. No, 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 no. No, because no, it, it's his buddy Johnny. I don't want to spoil it, but oh. it's his buddy Johnny yelling okay. out to him. So. Well, if that's a spoiler, huh? Got some exciting times ahead of me, it looks like. It's a really good story. You can go fuck yourself. Also, star-studded cast. So, uh, everybody, feel free to tweet at Andrew about how wrong he is about the Outsiders. Yeah, bring it on. And uh, thanks again for listening. We will see you next time, and we love you all. Bye, sluts.